You are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our Ramping Isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to grumpyguybjj.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. is This is our K2-D3 supplement. It is a combination of those two vitamins, D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month's supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it. It helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last, but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals. And they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com. Find the instructionals you want. Throw them in a shopping cart. In the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y and the number 10, one zero. That's it. No spaces. Boom. You get 10% off. You're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructionals right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, discount code Grumpy10, G-R-U-M-P-Y, one zero. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around. Check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. Yo, what's up, everybody? In this week's episode, we got a chance to sit down and talk with our coach and good friend, Kevin Lewis. Kevin started training jiu-jitsu back in 2000, received his black belt in 2009 under Mark Hagerbush. Eventually, he found his way out here to Colorado, started Grand Valley BJJ in 2013, and now here we are. You know, as much shit as we talk about Kevin, we really do have much love and respect for him, not only as a coach, but as a great friend. We were pumped to have the opportunity to have him on the podcast, so hope you guys like it. Enjoy. Boom. And we're back. We are live. So, we are sort of live. This is it. <laughs> this is it. So, momentous <laughs> podcast for us as Aka takes out a bunch of fucking Lego figures here. We've got uh, one, one year anniversary. Episode 52. Episode 52. This Down is it, man. For 52 fucking weeks in a row. That's crazy. I was thinking about that. It was a year ago. And we finally have our first guest. <laughs> first guest. Yes. The infamous. The infamous. He's a real person. We didn't make him up. That's right. Not at all. Not at all. Kevin Lewis. 
And as you got, yeah, he's not only a real person, you'll find out we haven't exaggerated him at all either. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, welcome to the podcast, Kevin. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Our first official guest. Yeah. So. I don't know how this is going to work. No. I, mean, I plan on doing like, an, like I'm going to record an intro so we don't have to fucking go through the whole rigmarole of who the fuck you are and all that good shit. Okay. So. But, yeah. So, we'll be up. By the time everybody's listening to this part of the podcast, I'll already have told them. What are you going to tell them? I don't know. What should we tell them? Let's see how this podcast goes. Is this recording right now? Yeah. Dude, we are. What do you do? You copy and paste it? No. I I can, (laughs) well, I can like, well, I'll just take this audio file when we're done, Uh and then I can record whatever I want. Yeah, and I just patch them together on this software. Oh, okay. That's how I put Z's intro in every week in the outro. I I didn't realize I took Z out of the outro. You just haven't put the outro on. Dude, he was pissed. He was pissed. I, 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 dude, it is I very concerned for Gina. Like I don't think you understand. For Gina, yes. The rap song, yes. Because the, like what I did, I'm pretty sure I did it right this week to where I put him in the intro and I put him in the outro and I eliminated the rap music. Yeah. Well, he but may he before. may talk to you about that. <laughs> I'm not sure. But I, I think I think you're right. Like I think I forgot to put him in the outro past the week or two. I just for some reason I just forgot to fucking tag it on the end. Yeah. He did the whole time yesterday. He was like. Uh, you took where you took me out of the outro and Gina and Gina. <laughs> I didn't hear it. It's been forever since I heard it. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah. He wants the rap music. I'll put the rap music back so, in. For Z. It was funny, man. Yeah. It was like, all right, we'll talk to Rob about you getting back on the outro and Gina. What about Gina? It's like, all right, buddy. All right, all right, we'll get Gina taken care of. I'll make sure it's back on. That's right. So. And you just can't put whatever you want on here because copyright shit, right? Well, I don't think we're big enough to worry about that. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, technically, Tell that yes. to Gucci flip-flops. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Did you hear his part of that song, like, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. I put that in the intro, the Gucci flip-flop song. And they heard it. And... No, no, no. Well... No, I, no, no, no. We're just saying, like, we're not big we, enough. No one gives oh, a fuck. If we posted it to you, we didn't get kicked off YouTube. Well, we haven't been putting it on YouTube, right? Mm-mm. Because we kept getting fucking kicked off YouTube. Yeah. I'm sure if we were to upload it to YouTube, they'd probably... Oh. They'd at least kick us off YouTube, anyways. Because people are monetizing on that shit. They have to care. They have to care, but... I had a video that uh, I posted um, to Facebook, and they emailed me, and they're like, you're using copyrighted materials and all this shit. And I had... I was playing music. It was a workout. You know, I was doing like a Mace video, and uh, I had Beastie Boys playing in the background, and they're all like, we have, you know, muting it, and, you know, it's like, holy shit. Yeah, like, they've done that on a live feed when I was doing... Um live feed and uh, open mat and something started oh, yeah I think it's like Rolling Stone started playing and then yeah. it come through like when I was redoing or something said oh this has been muted because you're playing and they know what it is dude that was that was like the scary that. thing no, they're like do you got Beastie Boys Intergalactic playing and I was like I had to go back and listen to it and I was like well I guess I fucking did and but it, it, like they knew exactly what song it was and they were like give, and this is give, copyrighted if you give the artist credit can you still do it no. If you're not, mon- what if so. you're not monetizing your video? I have care? no idea, man. It's you're so just talking. Can you, I mean, who? What? What is? What are the laws? Like they're making it up as they go, really. Right? Is it you or Facebook? YouTube thing? or YouTube? Thing? Facebook Live. Facebook Live took yours off. Yeah. Huh. Well, they didn't YouTube take it off. They Facebook. just they just mute part of the video, so the video yeah. still play. All oh, this your video plays. Yeah, they just won't allow the audio. Oh, I thought they just like nixed your whole video. No. Because YouTube will fuck you. YouTube will just take the whole thing down. Yeah. They, they and then accuse it. you of stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As we found out. Yeah. They didn't like us for some goddamn reason. Yeah. 
I don't know. No, man. I don't know. We had our first, we kept trying to put our first videos on YouTube and they kept like, your video has been pulled for, I don't even remember, man. It was ridiculous. Like oh, the God. list of reasons they gave Unwar- us. Unwarranted. Unwarranted. Well, it was always, it was, un, it was, it was repetitive and unwanted, unwanted material or material something, or something really? like that. Yeah. We were like, what the fuck are you talking about? It made us question ourselves. You know, because this is like episode one or two. Yeah, we're still in the... unwanted and repetitive. Well... Our ridiculous conversation. <laughs> so but then we would appeal it, and then they would allow it. And then the next week, the same thing would happen. And then Every the next week. week, the same thing would happen. And it's like, what it's, is going on here? Yeah so, yeah, so we just stopped. We just unclicked the YouTube button when we posted and just said, fuck it. Yeah, what's the algorithm behind this shit? We got stuck in I guarantee if you were paying to put it on there, you wouldn't pull nothing. Yep, I'm sure. Probably. Bastards want the fucking money. They do. <clears throat> Everybody wants their money, man. So, anyways. Anyways. Yeah, that's how it works. We're just going to post this recording, this MP3 file here to the interwebs. That's it. You're seeing the magic. Kind of like, like porn. <clears throat> kind of. Kind of. Boom operator and everything. <laughs> there is. We got a professional <laughs> mic. We got the bald, sweaty dude in the corner. Okay. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Speaking Weird. of that, if you guys... Have you watched that new show, Big Mouth, on Netflix? No. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, fuck. Is it any good? You guys good? are missing out. Great fucking show. Really? Yeah. It looks ridiculous. It is super ridiculous. Fan- fantastically hilarious. Huh. It's about, it. it's about uh, like junior high age kids, you know, and going through all their awkward puberty, adolescent shit. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's fucking fantastic. They nail it right on the head of what it's like to be an awkward teenager. Huh. And this kid's yeah. got this hormone monster. Whenever he starts getting a hard on, the hormone monster pops up and tries to talk him into jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be sitting in class and he'll start getting a hard on. And the hormone monster like comes out of his desk and like, come on, just go to the bathroom. <laughs> the thing never leaves. Yeah, the hormone monster. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, dude. The cartoon is so funny, man. <laughs> I'm bored now. I'll just go check off. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've not seen that one yet. You've got to watch it. I'll put it on the list. It's a great show. Horrible monster. We've been watching What Not to Wear. What is that? <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck is that? Me? You know what it is. What is it? If you've, got, if you've lived with girls in cable yeah. television, it's... at some point you've watched this show. It's so terrible, I don't even remember. It's like... They've got. It's basically. It, it's it's. It's a makeover show, isn't it? It's basically like a extreme makeover, people edition, and uh, Why yeah. Watching this? Because I have kids and. and uh, kids. I mean, I can see maybe Shiloh you know, liking it. It's interesting in some weird way. I come in and play Far Cry Primal and fucking stab people with spears and shit. <laughs> sick my sick my saber tooth on them. So, but no, you. Uh, they find these people who dress ridiculously. <clears throat> And uh, and then they give them money. They basically make fun of them for a while, and then give them a bunch of money and some rules to dress like an adult. And uh, then some, yeah, shopping. And then they have a makeover portion. And so sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> you know, it's not the most terrible thing. I've seen more terrible things. What? Like what? I can't remember at that <laughs> moment because I don't watch them. What? But there can't be much more terrible than that. Oh, dude! If I really thought about it, I'm sure there's things that I've shoved in the fucking vault 
that I've watched before. You know, with Kiel, I used to watch soap operas. We watched like Days of Our Lives or one of those. She was into that for she a bit. She was into that? Yeah. I can't see when we first got that. together, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We first met, dude. She was 21. I mean, she was... Yeah, we watched that. Did you? You were that one guy. Your soap. He was like 15 different actors played this one damn guy. Daytime <laughs> television, yeah. And you had one dude who kept coming back from the dead, Victor, or whatever his name yeah. was. Just over and over. I'll tell you his fucking name. Victor Kiriakis. Yes. 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 Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Google it right now, dude. I mean, I will say it's probably like, I mean, in the South, dude, I remember growing up, yeah. like, my fucking, yeah. my grandma and my mom watched that shit for sure. Dude, they believed all that shit was real. Yeah. Are you serious? Pro wrestling, that shit was real. Von Eric's coming around? Yeah. And pro, yeah, the pro wrestling and your soap operas. I'm getting mad, scandal act barn and beat him up. <laughs> it's, like, it's fake. Yeah. They whooped them. They just not right. They should call the police. It's like, Jesus. Breaking rules. <laughs> Pulling the chair out. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, the whole God, time man. soaps. But yeah, when I when first got with Kelly, so we watched some soaps for a while. Man, and, uh, that disappoints me that Kelly was getting into that. Well, I really didn't think she'd ever she was that. a gangster thug at a point know, too. It happens. Yeah, she was jacking cars. <laughs> she was jacking yeah. cars. The line was you haven't heard the story? No. Oh Smoking my god! And <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, <laughs> please tell me this story. <laughs> I mean. She had a friend. Uh, it's a friend's fault. Well, that's the story I've gotten. <laughs> I'm sure the friend's like, I had a friend. <laughs> but, uh, so anyways, her and her friend, um, the, they would hang out and they weren't necessarily the best influence on each other. So they're, they stole her mom's car, basically. Yeah, like, like car No, no, her, her friend's, friend's car, Julie, was her friend and still is her friend. And, uh, but yeah, so they basically jacked her mom's car. And took it out for a night, and I think they wrecked it or something, kind of, or I don't know. They ran over a rock and fucked up something, and tried to park it and just pretend that nothing happened, and you know. So it wasn't quite like stealing the car. The keys were in. Well, you know, you know my wife though. So for her, that's pretty much the fucking equivalent. That's close. That's pretty close, man. Just jacking a car. And uh, so yeah, that was she. She lived a life on the edge in Hawaiian style for a bit. Newport cigarettes. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. I did a clothes. Break. Sorry, clothes. Clothes. She corrects me every time I mess with her. Not it was clothes. Oh, okay. Not Newport. That's right. I guess there's a difference. Is there a difference? There is a difference. Clothes are terrible. <laughs> Newports are barely tolerable. I remember buying like single Newports. 25 cents yeah down in the hood uh, dude I couldn't stand the, like the menthols were like if I fucking had to I'd have to be really drunk I went through a little really I hard I went through up. a little phase where I was smoking the menthols did you? I've yeah. done a lot of shit in my life I've never smoked a cigarette never dipped tobacco or anything you've never you've never, never just smoked a cigarette never never never, never, never ever, ever have you ever tried ever, one hit ever. one no get out of here <laughs> seriously wow yeah. I, dude, just, I, I, I smoked cigarettes it just like I got into fucking partying when I was like 15, 16, like doing a lot of stupid shit. And I was fucking smoking cigarettes regularly up until like the age of 20, 21. Huh. Pretty never done regularly. Smoked a lot of weed and stuff, but never cigarettes. Really? Yeah. I never smoked regularly. And I oh, smoked, it was, God, how, it was basically, yeah, like partying. Like, it was my blue steel 
Period. <laughs> God, I bet you're smoking Virginia Slim. Where are you smoking Virginia Slim? Slim? <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> no. That's how you can tell. That's how you yeah. can tell. No, <laughs> man. No, you would find the you would find the fucking Arab dudes with the Marlboro Marlboro lights. They'd have the fucking like the bootleg Marlboro lights. You just buy them on the street corner, and uh, I, but I never like it would be like the. You're waiting around in an office. It was a hurry up and wait thing, man. You'd fucking be like, oh, I gotta be somewhere, blah, blah, blah. You get there and then you're sitting around and everybody else is smoking a cigarette. So it's like, all right, whatever. You're out drinking. and But yeah, I never was like home alone, like smoking a cigarette. But uh, I had a little period, but that was it. And both my, both my Natural spirits, smokers. man. Those are good. Yeah. My, my grandparents were. And you never know. Yeah, my grandfather smoked. I remember the first time I drank a beer. I watched my dad was out there mowing the yard. And go out there and he had some old Milwaukee <laughs> in a red can. So I can have some, go ahead, boy. I drink it, yeah, threw it right up. And How old were you? Let's see, probably 11. <laughs> so yeah. Old, he told me, he said, take a big old drink. A big one. <laughs> you ain't gonna yeah. like it. Yeah, take a big old drink. Yeah. And he said, now go get me another one. I said, All right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's how you Old Milwaukee, do it. the beast. Old Milwaukee. I forget. Shiloh's tasted. She's tasted beer and wine. She doesn't like it, which is good. Don't get yeah, no. Mad- Mad- Maddox says too, and she don't. Yeah. You know, nobody does. The first time you drink beer, you don't nobody like does. It. Yeah, but as long as you, the thing is though, is when it's this like this thing. Yeah, it becomes a thing. The thing, right? Yeah. Like I grew up in like a super religious household, so like beer and alcohol and all that shit was like the devil and so and then so you know as a kid you want to fucking see what the devil's all about like is it really that bad and then you try and you're like wait a minute like this ain't that bad and anyways then you start questioning all sorts of shit and then you take mushrooms and then you're talking to trees and you're like what the fuck been lied to since I was a kid about a lot of shit, man. <laughs> Dude, I remember there was this drive through party store we go down to in the hood, and they sell to us. And uh, we go down there and buy 40s of King Cobra for like 79 cents. And when you're 16 years old, you know, weighing 120 pounds, a 40 you can't malt liquor will fuck you up. Bro. Yeah. For 79 cents, man, you'd be all fucked up. That was the jam. Like, those things were so terrible. Dude. Yeah. You don't want to drink too many of them things. Well, they would in Louisiana. The drinking age was limit was seventeen, and so we were only forty five minutes from the border. So seventeen years old, high school, phew, drive down, hit the Louisiana line, and get frozen daiquiris, liquid oh, cocaine, and hurricane, stuff. yeah, hurricane <laughs> and shit. And drive back to Six Canada, and they'd be like, "We can't drink and drive," so they put like a strip of a, mat, uh, not masking, a scotch tape on top of the straw, bending it over, and says, "Now if you get stopped, don't let the police see that." The tape's been off because then you get in trouble. So keep the tape on it. You know, by the time we get back to touch camera, be so fucking lit. <laughs> Just like no seventeen-year-old kid need to be down there doing that shit. No. Oh well, it's the norm. That's yeah. what you did. Well, drinking age was nineteen in Canada, and we could be where I was in Michigan. You could be in Canada and forty-five-minute drive. And so we used to fucking cruise over the border to Canada Fuck, at the age dude. of nineteen. You guys had it easy, man. I was stuck in California, like. Hitting up dudes going into the liquor store, like, hey man, yeah. get us a six pack, bro. I'll Keep buy the change. Twenty twenty, if you do it. Yeah, 
something. So, yeah, I remember we'd fucking get a six-pack of beer and play Nintendo games and drink fucking beer in my room, sneak it in through the window. My mom eventually caught on to us, though. We'd eat mini thins and play video games all Mini thins. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> I those. Can you still get those? Do they have metal no, gas stations? No. no. Because of the ephedrine laws and the methamphetamine production. They were just straight ephedra. <laughs> Dude, that shit would... I we'd do that. We'd be playing Madden or Tecmo Bowl or something like that. Someone would be over there doing curls <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd be playing Madden. We'd rotate and we'd be doing curls the whole time. Through. Junior Sweating tweakers, our ass, buddy. Scratching our heads because of the tingling and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit was so bad. Oh, man. <laughs> I can picture that. You know, I remember doing the exact same shit. <laughs> Taking those things and doing curls and bench press for fucking days. Yeah, dude. That shit. Oh, man. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. Truck, truck drivers and bikers ruined that for us. Fucking ripped fuel. Remember <laughs> that shit? Ripped fuel. Ripped fuel. Of. Twin Labs made it. Oh, yeah. That was, that the, was a pre workout. Ooh, that was the caffeine after. It was the ECA, ephedrine, caffeine, and aspirin stack. And, dude, that shit would. That shit was legendary. That's I think it was part of the reason they banned that shit, man. It was like, it would get you jacked up. Like, You'd be like, whoo, heart well, rate going. Well, the weightlifters still do that shit to cut weight, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That and clombuterol and a yeah, bunch yeah, of yeah, other shit. Natural natural thing. Jogging. No, it's super effective. And that was like the fucked up thing is like, you know, because remember they had like Fin Fin. Remember yeah. that shit? Mm-hmm. That was, and, and then they found out like, oh, this is like really fucking people up. And then you had Ephedra. Like, man, that ECA stack was... Mm-hmm. That was legit. Like that stuff. That stuff really works, and it really helped people lose weight. But you, it, there wasn't a drug patent on it. The drug companies right. couldn't make money on it, and so you had a couple of deaths where people died at parties, and they were, you know, they had that shit in their system, and then they were like, oh, it's this deadly party drug, and kids are overdosing left and right on ephedra, and they were, you know, as soon as you bring the kids into it, think about the kids. Like, who's gonna argue against yeah. that? And, but really it was like, it was that it was super effective and they couldn't fucking control it. And so they had to find something to a reason to ban it, you know, just like fucking marijuana, like whoever ate their baby when they were high, you know, just make up shit, man. Right. What's the difference between pseudoephedrine and methamphetamine? Yeah. No, it's one oxygen atom. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know more about so oh, when all them crazy ass people are cooking dope, all they're trying to do is remove one oxygen atom using yeah. Ajax and baking soda and everything else, but that, that's it. That's the only difference in them. Yeah. And ephedra is not that far off from ephedrine and pseudoephedrine and all that. So. No, man. Well, that's the funny thing. Shit like that, like like speed, like that's a performance enhancer. Mm-hmm. Like people get all been out of shape over testosterone and... Uh, steroids but those are like recovery drugs yeah you know they don't you don't take a shot of testosterone and half an hour later you're like you know jack you're not going to yard at four in the morning (laughs) right yeah yeah but man you take too many you know (laughs) (laughs) or you know like again like this this is a thing that always like i've seen it dude it's like fuck (laughs) oh tweakers dude i used to live in uh in uh in northern california i spent a summer growing weed up there and it, it was it was right outside of that. It was Clear Lake. It was it was Lake County, and so it was right outside that Emerald Triangle. So it was yeah. good because it was basically the same growing conditions, but it it didn't have the same heat that right. the Emerald Triangle had. And but dude, you had a culture of 
growers uh, versus tweakers. Oh, yeah. And because the tweakers knew, man, like, okay, it's hard. And, and they would fucking start tweaking and they would go out. And so when you were planting your crops, like, you knew you have to hide this shit from the tweakers. Yeah. Tweakers and the deer. And the deer, right, right. But it, it was, the, yeah, the tweakers were like, really, the, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you were, and, and you knew, like, when come harvest time, like, you had to, it, it, it's fucked up. You're crawling around fucking strapped because you could come across somebody in your patch. Like yeah. you could come across a tweaker who's fucking stealing who's shit. stealing your shit, and they may be fucking strapped. And it's yeah. like, I know, man. That was like the only time in my life like I've carried a gun, and but like we did over time. You know, you're going in the bush, and it's like they're like, "Here you go, dude. Fucking hand me a nine millimeter." And it's like <laughs> it's you need to be ready to fucking use points. it. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, okay, because it's like. That's what you do. Was this in the job description? <laughs> Not originally. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I was living with this guy. He was my uh, roommate as uh, in Italy as when I was doing my modeling thing. My, he was my blue steel partner. And so he's just telling me all these stories about like, man, you're gonna, we're going to go back and we're going to grow this weed and we're going to get all this money and then we're going to be able to come back over here and we'll have all this money to you know, do our thing, and so, I was like, fuck yeah, dude, that sounds great, and moved there, and found out, like, the, the job that he said that I was gonna get wasn't there, he fell in love with some chick, and, like, moved in with her, and I ended up, like, getting pawned off on his younger brother, who lived on, <laughs> in some fucking trailer on a dirt Indian reservation, oh, that's fantastic. oh, dude, it was a fucking nightmare, but I was stuck, you know what I mean, because I'd spent, I'd, I'd gotten there, like, that was, your you money. know, my Your money balance, to yeah. get there. And I'd kind of like gambled it on, you know, getting something out of the season and then having that money to go to, to move on. So, so yeah, you just, I was like, well, this is what it is. Got to fucking keep on trucking, man. So, but yeah, the tweakers, that was where I got really familiar. You'd be driving around. Yeah. You see people at like three o'clock in the morning out in their, in their fucking garage like three of them just standing around a car and you look close enough and you realize they're not really doing shit. They're just all like yeah. just tweaking on something, you know? It's like, oh my God, what are these people doing? I noticed the other guy driving through Norwood, that little shithole town there, Bob, I tell you right, and one of the buildings has got a big sign on the side of the building that says, do not feed the tweakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Did you see that? Yeah. It's on the side of that bicycle shop. Yeah. The new bike shop they built there. Yeah. And it says, don't feed the tweakers. Don't feed the tweakers. Dude, that town was fucking weird. I I delivered, I mean, there's a lot of normal people there, but I delivered to some, man, I I delivered this fat person ramp a while back, you know, and I didn't know, I thought it was like a handicap ramp, you know, a big ass fucking ramp. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. I'm taking it to this person's house. And I pull up past their house. And there was two people, because I called them ahead of time, because it was out in the fucking sticks, man. I was like, where are you guys at? You know, it's not showing up on the GPS. I need some help. And they're like, all right. They gave me directions. Like, we'll be out the end of the driveway. We'll be looking for you. So I had to get cruising down this road. And there's this one normal-sized kid. I mean, he was fairly obese. And this other kid, I said, I mean, this kid couldn't have been, or maybe early 20s, fat as fuck, like... A year or two away from not being able to walk. I mean, fucking huge. And he didn't look old. I mean, he did right. not. He's fucking huge, dude. And he was one of the smaller ones in the family. That's why I was delivering this fucking fat person ramp. Like, 
dude, it was a weird vibe. You know how you just get the fucking vibe sometimes when you go, uh, they were looking at me like, I don't know if I was a meal or if they were going to throw me in the fucking yeah. pit in their basement or something. <laughs> Put the lotion on. Greetings. <laughs> yeah. Greetings, Spawn. Fucking yeah. weird, dude. There's a whole other thing. I think my daughter's pretty. <laughs> yeah. Well, I peeked through the front door. <laughs> You're through. just asking for it, yeah. man. Well, dude, curiosity gets you. You know, like, what am I doing? Like, it was weird. Right? Because so the super fat kid and the other kind of fat kid were helping me. And there was this old dude on the porch all hooked up to his oxygen. And he was just kind of barking orders. He didn't, he didn't really seem like he knew what was going on. And then I, they had the front door kind of track and I peek in there. And there's this fucking lady. I mean, like on one of those fucking shows you see that is, you know, like 600 pounds. Just ginormous. And she's in there eating or doing something <laughs> I was like, dude I just I was like man you guys just need to sign here I just got the fuck out of it as fast as I could I was like here I'm setting this bitch down close my I'm out I'm out, out yeah <laughs> getting no extra turn, help on no, this one my tires out of their driveway and shit you're stealing their fitness anyways at that point oh, dude. they need some yeah. it was weird fucking weird scene they didn't want to have to walk out there no yeah. I thought that was pretty safe. I could outrun them, but <laughs> I was slightly concerned. They get a hold of you, though, man. That's right. I was a lot smaller than any of them, dude. I was concerned. You would be like that fucking, those little dudes with that big Russian. Did you see that video ever? Oh, you, yeah, those two guys. Those uh, two dudes trying to get in the fight with the Russian. <laughs> that big Russian dude. Yeah, he knew. Don't let, you, let him take him down. So. He was fucking those dudes up. He was. Speaking of getting fucked up, did you see... uh? Ben Askren's coming into the UFC. Yeah. yeah. Is it official? Official? Yeah, I yeah. think so, dude. Like, they made a trade with one, uh, one FC over in China. They're sending Demetrius Johnson over to one FC, and Ben Askren's coming yeah. over to the UFC. Johnson would do better over there because there's a lot better fighters and they appreciate, and smaller. appreciate kind of him more than yeah. like American fans. Dude, yeah. Sure. Yeah, hey, yeah. Dude, I'm stoked to see that. You know, the thing is, though, like, I don't think it's like your average fan's not going to like watching Ben Askren. He's boring as shit to watch, but... You can watch him and Khabib wrestle each other. Yeah, dude. That'd be a good <laughs> fucking match, dude. He can, he can wrestle like a motherfucker. He ain't never been beat. No. Been, no, no. Undefeated. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I think his, the last fight he even won was against um, uh, Aoki. And could be Shinji Yeah, Aoki or whatever you say. He's good. I still... He was never in the UFC because him and Dana hated each other. Because he talked shit about Dana White. Yeah. So finally they brought him over. It's fucking good. It's not good for the average fan, but it's good for people who appreciate wrestling. Yeah. I'm stoked to see that. That's funny. I saw that. I was like, how the fuck does that work? Like, how do you trade? Yeah, first ever in the history. Just buy out contracts. Contracts. You know, I don't know if Ben Askren was still under contracts. I thought he retired. But Demetrius was under contract. Yeah, and they just say, okay, we'll let you go on this contract. If, But I don't know exactly I guess it's a good time because he just lost. He's not the champion right now. Nope. Demetrius? Yeah. Oh, that's right. He did lose, didn't he? he lose, yeah. Henry Cejudo? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. He lost Henry Cejudo. Yeah. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, that is a good... Yeah, they can't let him go when he's champ. The champ. So... They, were, they weren't... UFC wouldn't even uh, promote him or anything. No. Well, because like, it doesn't sell tickets, man. For some reason, you know, your average fan doesn't like watching little guys. Which I, you know, I don't agree which with. Which is interesting. Yeah, man. I, mean, I like... so talented. Yeah. So skilled, but... I mean, you look at boxing... It's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. Like boxing seems to appreciate the small, smaller dude. I mean, because like kinda. I, I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, you you start getting smaller than like the Canelo or Mayweather, yeah. you know, smaller than one forty seven. Yeah, one forty three. So. Like you don't ever hear about them unless your balls even boxing. But you hear about all the heavyweights. You hear you about hear the, the heavyweights. Heavyweight yeah, pretty, pretty, that, that's the pinnacle is the heavyweight. The heavyweight for some reason. Yeah. Because it's it's like watching two superheroes battle it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not because I think that the average stupid fan sees two hundred twenty five pound guys. And there's some 250-pound fat fuck sitting on the couch. So they're like, oh, I can fuck that dude up. Why do I want to watch that? But then they watch two giants beating the shit out of each other. It's yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I always like the little dudes because they can keep up their pace. Yeah. You know, I mean, one, they're not going to, they, they're not looking for the one blow KO as much because they just don't have the power. And then they can just keep working. Like, I don't know. I was like, you know, those little dudes just keep fucking working. Like, man, that, that uh, um, the, the, the the fight he lost against the Hudo, man. Like, that was just... Dude, both those dudes were just Don't going stop. the fuck Don't at stop. it, man. <clears throat> you, and it's hard to see a pace like that. Like, that's why everybody's like... Like, Tony Ferguson, everyone's like... You know, his pace is fucking unreal. And it's like, well, that's like... What you see quite a bit at, at like, that smaller weight class. Because those guys can yeah. can fucking do it, but... But your yeah. doesn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. yeah. No, I, yeah, I you're it. on unskilled fan, you know, that doesn't train... Doesn't appreciate the skill that it takes to, you know, do what they're doing. But on the heavyweight note, that Tyson Fury, uh, Deontay Wilder fight coming up. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you don't pay attention to boxing at all. No. I'll watch Fury talk shit. That's about dude, it. Dude, Fury, did you hear him on JRE this week? No, huh? He's, dude, he's good to listen to. Yeah. You because know, after he beat Klitschko, like, he went through, like, a big uh, state of depression. Like, was trying to kill himself and shit. Really? Yeah. After man. he won? After he won, man. Beat fucking Klitschko. Got to the pinnacle. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Fuck, like, man. Dude, like, this is it. Dude, it was, it's a really good interview to listen to because he was talking about, like, you know, there is no top of the fucking mountain. We've talked about it before. There's there's no end result that's just going to, you always pursue it. Like, I'm going to win this, or I'm going to get this, and everything's going to be great. But it's not. He said he got to everything. He's like, well, I set my goal. I achieved it. He's like, I didn't give a fuck about anything. It's all the same. It's all the same. He's like, I woke up the next day and life was the goddamn same fucking thing. And he's like, so then I get, he's like, I bought a Ferrari. I thought that'd be great. He's like, then I just drove that thing 190 miles an hour. was going to run into a bridge. That's not, like, he was that close. He said he was screaming down this highway at 190, going to crash it into a bridge. And you heard this voice saying, stop, stop. You know, so then he pulled over, was freaking out. And then, yeah, but he had ballooned up to 400 fucking pounds, was eating, just, like, had given up on life. Fuck. Yeah. But he, he talked to, dude, a big part of that podcast he talked about is, because, I mean, he went to go see psychiatrists, and they, because he didn't fight for two years, three years, and he was deemed, like, psychologically unfit to fight. They wouldn't let him, they yanked his boxing license. Yeah. On top of that, he got popped for cocaine and shit because he was partying, but <laughs> that's beside the fact. Right, right. Cocaine and alcohol yeah. don't help with depression, I'm going to speculate, but... But he was like how he got himself help with his depression, man, is just training. You know, just being healthy, setting little goals and training, setting little goals, training, training. He's like saying, even if you go to the gym and just train a little bit, he's like, you feel better. He's like, you don't have to go kill yourself every fucking time. But a big part of that podcast was all about that. It's just, it's like if you treat your body like shit, more than likely your brain, you're going to feel like shit. And so it was was interesting to hear, you hear somebody like the heavyweight champion of the world that you think has accomplished everything. He's like, nah, it doesn't fucking mean anything. Yeah, it's interesting. You don't hear a lot of guys who are like, get to the pinnacle. But I mean, I think it happens a lot more often, you know, maybe not to that degree, but I think there's a lot of people who get to that top thing and they're like, you know, once I achieve this, like once I become world champ or once I achieve this, and 
I don't know. I'm sure like all three of us have had that moment at some point. You have to, and you, and, and you hope that it comes early and that it comes like soon enough where you don't get in like, you know, too bad of a funk where you're like, you achieve something, you wake up the next day and you're like, fuck, nothing's changed. Groundhog's Day. God damn it. Yeah. 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 And it puts all your other stuff in perspective. But yeah, if you never have that moment, man, it can really fuck you up. Dude, a lot of what he was saying, man, really resonated with me. Because I know, like, if I go, even if, like, a week, like, I get busy at work and I don't get to train all week, dude, it's super easy for my mind just to slip into this, like, negative headspace. If I just don't get to go in and, like, fucking empty that gas tank a little bit, like, man, it, it fucks me up, dude. And I don't know why or what, but it keeps me sane. Like, and I've, I've talked about it many a times, like, training and having that outlet keeps my brain in check. You know, and I don't know how many other people are like that, but hearing him talk about that, I was like, oh, this fucker's being kind of speaking my language. Um, yeah. I think a lot of, uh, I think it's good for people to hear somebody at that higher level talk about that. Like, yeah, it's okay. A lot of people are fucked up in the head. Yeah. You just got to find a way to manage it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can fall off the track. Real easy. Yeah. You just got to get back on that horse. Yeah. Eventually, so... Yeah, no, I'll check that one out. It's good. Good episode. I'm seeing it. I'm just gonna listen. He's a funny dude to listen to. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, he's off his fucking rocker a little bit. Does he say fuck a lot? That's all I want. Quite a bit. At least <laughs> as much as that one lady. Uh, at least as much as we do. It's gotta be her. It's gotta be her. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah. And I just finished the Roseanne Barr interview. Dude, she's a trip. She's a she's, trip. Dude, she's off her rocker. She's <laughs> an interesting person. Yeah. I don't know that I'd say she's off a rocker. Mm. Is the weird thing. Like I don't know that, like just because you're crazy doesn't mean like you're in, you know. Well, she's not crazy enough to where she needs to be in like supervised home. Yeah. But she's fucking. She's off a rocker, man. <laughs> I don't know. I think she sees the world in a way that is it like, it's it's uh, truer than what most people see and what and truer than what most people can handle. What do you love? Uh, her truth or like yeah, well, just, the she, world truth? She just doesn't like, she just sees through a lot of the bullshit. And, and for her, it's like, why, you know, she has trouble uh, processing people that don't, you know, like that's where she's like, I just see the world differently. And like, I don't understand people that don't see it this way. Like that was what I got from it was, you know, like. I think we're all like that. She just chooses to voice it. They're like, I don't know. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And so then right then and there you're deemed. Because I know for a fact, I don't see the world the way other people do. No. <laughs> now. It's, it's not, it's, it's different. Yeah. You know. But it's good though. It's yeah. good. I mean, all three of us sitting here see the world differently. I mean, there's things we agree on and see the same, but we definitely all, I mean, just from conversations I've had with you guys, <clears throat> you, you see that, like your perception of that situation is like a hundred percent different than what I saw. You know? <laughs> right. Like, wait a second. Are we talking about the same shit here? Like, yeah. 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 I guess the more you talk about that, the more fucked up you seem. Maybe. Maybe. If you just try to fall in, fall in the line. Yeah, I don't know. It's like my grandma always says, like calling a freaking spade a spade. You know, I don't. Just people have trouble with that sometimes. It's like, man, this is what it is. Or another one I always liked is like, you know, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. It's like, fuck. Like, <laughs> you know, if you're gonna fucking piss on my leg, just be honest with me about it. Don't lie to me about it as well. You know, while looking at me. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, and I ain't peeing on you. Right. Yeah. And she that's looks like a dick out. <laughs> Right, but you can't say it a lot of times, you know? You can't call people on. Like, dude. Speaking of getting pissed on, that happened to a friend of mine in Las Vegas. Got we're pissed gonna, on? Yeah, we were at that outside bar. That You know the one that's in between those two casinos? Like the, what is it, like the Flamingo and, oh, fuck, I forget what it is. Yeah, but there's that little walkway and they got that outdoor bar. I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you guys, you guys what's in talking. front of our camera kicked the dude in the balls? Yeah, Somewhere around there, yeah. It's been like, yeah, it's been, it's had a couple iterations. I yeah, know, yeah. But yeah, I know we're talking about the same thing. But anyways, we were hanging out at the bar and uh, she was, she's like, she felt something on her leg and she's like, what is that? Like her leg getting wet and she turned and the dude was just standing at the bar and pulled his bucket off yeah, and was fucking pissing right at the bar. So she started screaming and he got, the dude got wrestled out of there by the volunteer. Her, oh, leg, yeah. her leg got straight this time. Oh my God. At the bar. That's, that's too funny. It's Vegas, man. I've seen freaky it. ass people, dude. Fuck yeah. Dude, you get fucking drunk and you in that environment care. you you're, think, you think you're anonymous, you yeah, know? It's like, like, no one's going to see this. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to see it. No so many people. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. That yeah. Awesome. I've seen a dog do that to somebody. I had a fucking dog pee on one of my tourists in Hawaii. <laughs> your, your dog? No, it wasn't my dog. No, no, no. We, we would all meet at, like, the tour would end. It was a bike tour, and it would end at this beach. And it was also a horse tour that would end at that beach, too. And the horse tour had a fucking dog with them. And we're standing there, and I'm talking to one of the fucking tourists, and the dog runs up. Snips old boy's leg and just lets it go. Lets it go. Just you know, gives it a good little squirt. <laughs> Keeps on going. So the local dude just looks and you know he's like, oh sorry, but the, the totally like fucking laughing like that was pretty funny. <laughs> peeing on that Howley's leg. <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh, that's an interesting one. I don't know what to do about that. Like. Uh, you know, besides apologize, you don't really plan on that. Nope. They don't train you for how to handle that one in the uh, tour guide <laughs> school. <laughs> Not that there's a tour guide school. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so should we talk some jujitsu? We are a jujitsu podcast. We have our Let's our coach here. That's right, man. That's right. So we've got some questions. Let's hear him. He's got, you, got you got questions? No, you got questions. Well, that was just a lie. I really didn't come in <laughs> pre-planned with any questions. You got to have some question. I really don't. No? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, so... I don't know where we want to start. <laughs> so... Well, let's pretend that, uh, like, you know, our new people are listening to us. Yeah. Right? So that's kind of been the point. That was that was like the creation of the podcast, right? It was like we've got stuff that we want to be able to point people back to and say, look, all right, new white belt, go listen to this and fucking come back to us because we're tired of repeating the same shit over and over. So I think that might be a good kind of framework to uh, give us some structure to work from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just kind of putting putting that there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's start. Um, so, what made you get started in jiu-jitsu? Like, you, well, you started doing jiu-jitsu after what year? 2000. That long ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? I seen a UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Just to say, yeah, literally the standard answer you get. 
but then I, it took a while and then I think one day I remember looking in the yellow pages and uh, looking for jujitsu and there was Texarkana jujitsu and judo and so I called and started doing that but at that time I was in like a worst spot in my life I was getting fucked up all the time and partying and shit and I was like I, I don't know why something just had me do it and I looked and walked in and was hooked right then and there walked into it the gym was at uh at that time was at a uh like a ymca type thing walk in is on a basketball court there's some guys playing basketball <laughs> and there was like three dudes and some big old baggy white geese on the thin like gymnastic mats laid out on the uh like those fold-up ones yeah gymnasium floor and then Proceeded to do uh, two hours of class. The whole first hour was nothing but takedowns, and I was getting uh, double leg to death by this guy named James Pickett, who's still a good friend of mine. He he quit at about purple belt, but I still talk shit to him all the time. He was, <laughs> he was good. I owe him a lifetime of ass kickings. So any, any time I go to Texas, I'm like, you need to come to the gym. You does does, does the he gym. train at all anymore? I, he every now and then he'll go in, or I'll get a message. I'm gonna start back training him, but then. He then he does. Oh, you're just a fat fuck. <laughs> but I try to get him there when I'm there because I I whoop shit out of him the whole time now. It's like nonstop. <laughs> and that was it. I was just hooked. I was like kind of one of them people. I was like, uh, I remember getting choked and stuff. And I was like, I don't want this to happen to me. I want to know how to do this. And I just kept going nonstop. Were you a cop then? No. No, you had to start being. No, I hadn't. So that was 2000. I started working as a police officer in 05. Okay. Yep. So I was already a purple belt, I think, when I started. Like a brand new purple belt when I started as a police officer. So. Fucking 2000. You've been at that shit for 18 years now? Next year will be nine years at Black Belt. No shit. That's as long, damn near as long as I've been training. Yeah. That's funny. And I guess you will hit that point and eventually, you know, you get your black belt nine years in and black belt for nine years. Yeah. And black belt as long as you've been training. Huh. Makes you feel a little bit better when you whoop my ass, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I never really thought about the math before. Long time. Yeah. No. It's been a while. Like, in the longest break I had, I think I took, when I got hired on at the PD, so it was probably like 05, I probably took like, eight months off when Kristen got pregnant with Maddox. And so, yeah, during that time, then I ballooned up. Well, I got up like 200 pounds. Shut like, up. You no know, shit, dude. You got, if, you got I, pictures of this? If I could find it, yeah, I might have one. Dude, I was, I was huge. What are you? Yeah. I can't even picture that. Yep. I want to see pictures. Then, then when I, I went back to jujitsu again, it was, it was rough because Mark had some, uh, uh, people there, you know, I've been training there for a while now that were blue belt stuff and whooping the shit out of me. I was like, no, this ain't gonna happen for long, damn it. <laughs> Dude, that, that happens. That, that, that fucks up a lot of people, man. They, they take that time off and then they come back and get their ass whooped by people that they were whooping their ass. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, fuck it, I just, I'm not gonna get back into it. Yep. That's why, man, that's when I see people take time off, I mean, unless it's for an injury or something, like, I, I try to discourage that so much. That's a, that's a different ego, you know, you let yeah. one ego go when you start. Yep. And then you get to a point where you're so good, and then if you quit or something, and you come back and you say, "You go, well, this is where I should be. This shouldn't be happening. This ain't gonna happen," you know. And then it does, and you're like, you can't take it because it's just like, just that punch in the face, and you're like, 
shit, I'm a run. <laughs> you know, it's tough because like, they always say jiu-jitsu is an ego killer, but you can do it the other way to where it builds that ego too. It does. You can just fucking fuel that ego. Just training with people, you know, you can whoop their ass and, you know, doing, you can, you can pad that ego a lot. And I said, did you see people do that? And You'll see, yeah, I've seen it a bunch in like training, like uh, watching people and you notice one person will gravitate towards this person they can beat on the whole time. And it's like, mm-mm. You're going to go over here or you're going to go with me. You're not allowed to go with them anymore. Yeah. You know, so. And that's what that is. That's a tough pill to swallow for people, though. Yeah, it's, it's that fear that they don't want to let go of that. Damn. I, I really am pretty vulnerable, so. But now we're getting way off the subject, but. I know. There's no, no subject. There's no, no, subject, there's no fucking plan. At least we're talking about jujitsu. What did we talk about for the first fucking half hour? Yeah. Drugs and cigarettes. And yeah, cigarette right. And pissing on people. All right. There's no plan here. <laughs> But no, I said, but like, I really don't remember like what, like if there was something that just triggered, I want to do this. I want to be MMA. It was nothing like that. I, I've never really been, had anything like that in my life. It was just like, oh, it's a calling. Even like being a cop. Who, I don't want to be a fucking cop. I need a job with benefits and insurance. And it just so happened I applied. Fit the bill. It was a joke. I was like, there's no way I'm going to pass a fucking background check. <laughs> yes. 15 years later like, shit I'm still doing this you know it's funny when I heard out of here. when I heard out of the sheriff's department I had the I had the same mindset I was like there's no way I'm gonna pass like this lie detector and back to that dude I was straight with him like they kept they thought I was a drug dealer the way I was explaining it to them they're like yeah, I told them like how much weed I used to smoke and how many times I took acid like I was straight with them mm-hmm. they're like so well how many transactions did you have you know buying and selling weed I was like I don't know how many times I smoked? Like <laughs> <laughs> every time I smoked weed, I had to buy it. That's you those know, deals. You know, it's, it was so ridiculous. I was like, damn, I'm never gonna get hired. But they, but they don't look for. So you go into those exams for like police departments and shit. They don't look for the normal person because a normal fucking human can't deal with that shit. You look for the people with some abnormalities about them and things like that. <laughs> so, you know. I would, say, I would say all three of us probably fit the bill of having abnormalities. That's what they do. I mean, it's true. I mean, because normal human can't deal with the the realities of life and death every day. Yeah. You know, or even even being able to mentally prepare yourself to go out and say, oh, well, might die today for stopping someone for running a red light. Boy, that's a good fucking reason. But, you know, you kind of mentally prepare yourself like that. Most people can't. Yeah. Where most people grow up wanting to, and then first time they have it being a cop, they fucking run and quit. So. <laughs> I think the same thing happens with jiu-jitsu. Is a lot of, they, if people see the UFC or something, they're like, oh, I want to do that. Then they come in like, whoa. Like, I didn't realize I could get my ass whooped this fucking bad. Oh, yeah. I get a call at least once a week. Yeah, I want to be a cage fighter. I'm a power lifter. And I'm do you, like, you really? I'm a power lifter. Can you? I weigh 260 pounds right now. You think you can get me down to 240? That's what I want to fight at. And I was like, <laughs> first thing I thought, I said, dude, first thing is your weight is not the first thing you need to fucking worry about. You're about learning how to fight first. You know, this is what we do. This is what I offer. You know, I'm a professional about it. I hang up the phone. I'm just like, a fucking idiot. He showed up. <laughs> I haven't met him yet. I don't think he's came back. But I was just like, fuck, dude, are you kidding me? At least once a week I get called. You got to start writing these things down, the shit, the shit you hear. Dude. I can only imagine. And I can only the imagine. The people that call James, it, that's a lot of it is like, I want to be a cage fighter or a, 
I'm a street fighter. You know, I, I need to I'm a street <laughs> fighter. <laughs> yeah, I just want someone to roll with. I'm a street fighter, and uh, I, I need to work on my ground some. I'm going to try one of these cage fights. And I'm just like, dude, you might want to call another gym. <laughs> I, I, I it's be you're, you're not going to be able to handle it. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to be honest. Like, because me, I'm not like, like you guys will talk about it. You hear people say, you know, jujitsu is for everyone. It's, it is, but it's not. It's not. Nah, yeah. You can cater it to everyone, but to actually do jujitsu and actually learn and do it, it's it's hard because the mental weakness of people. You know, um, just like the dude that come in the gym that, uh, were you guys there that night? That day? That guy who the lurker. Test for, test for blue belt or something? Yeah, the hey. lurker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like, the lurker. Yeah, like people like that is like, man. I, I don't know. Has he been back? No. No? He ain't going to come back. He ain't. I, you know, I feel kind of, I wasn't trying to be confrontational with him, but then it got to the point where I'm like, dude, you're just a fucking idiot, man. You need to get the fuck out of here. I don't need your money that bad. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care. I'm not a money hungry individual. So you walking out my doors right now and me not having that headache. Yeah. Fuck that. Beat feet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're running out a lot, man. Like, people want agreement, not advice. Yeah. So they're coming to you, and they're like, I already know what I, is, I need to do, and I just want you to agree with me and take my money, yeah. and, you know, that's not who you are. You're yeah. like, you know, no, man. Like, I know what you need to do to get better, and if you want to do that, then I'll help you. Yeah. But you're not going to fit in here if you think you know what the fuck's going on, and you're not going to... Yeah, and that's and I think one of the reasons why is I, I try to keep that culture. Like that's the culture that I like. Yeah. In Texas, Canada, that we had for a long time, you know, and you'll see it at like Rollers Gym, and very few gyms I've been in is like that. You know that. That's how it is. Like no, I mean we'll welcome you into the family, but we're not gonna just let some virus in. That's gonna that's a fucking retard. Yeah. That's, can you say that? Not getting kicked off. No, you can say retard. that. Retard. Oh yeah. yeah we're, 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 we're not. A, <laughs> I can't even say fucking retard. Fucking retard. Yeah. Fucking retard. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking retards out there. There are, man. <laughs> it's, it's okay. There are a ton of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. Uh, I know. I ran into that a lot with the fitness gym too, man. Just these weirdos coming in, and it's like, motherfucker, you don't want me my help. Like you're just you want to feel good about yourself and somebody to agree with you, and then and those are the worst people for the culture. Right. Cause right. like they don't believe in what's going on. Like they're not bought in. Like they're right. like, and man, you can tell. And yeah, you get, it doesn't take, it's like the, you know, one bad apple. Yeah. Cause it does. Like once you get the little factions and shit going and you know, the, the talking and whatever. I mean, I know we have our little gym drama. I mean, you know, yeah. everybody, you can't have a bunch but of humans interacting. Yeah, right. right, right, right. Not have a little bit, but it, it, it is. It's a close-knit group, and it stays that way. Cause... It's, it's been minimal, luckily. Like, oh, yeah. Like, homicide? Yeah. Not going to work. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's going to happen, but... Yeah, you can't... You're going to, but that's... I don't know. I mean, that's what Adam was saying. He's like, that was one of his factors in wanting to move here. I mean, it was like our gym. You know, he said yeah. he's trained a lot of places, and he hasn't found anywhere that had, like, kind of the same... Just family vibe to to it, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I think it, it's it's an important part of it. Yeah, you got to be selective because it's easy. That's why uh, Louis Simmons 
Like, he's fucking... You don't pay to train at his gym. If you're an asshole, you just don't fucking train, you know? He's, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You know who Louis Simmons is? Nope. West, West Side Barbell. West Side Barbell. It's I, I a famous... Aisle. Yeah, do I look like a meathead? <laughs> well, he's... He he's in. A, you should listen to him. Like you you would like him. Problem. Yeah yeah yeah. No you he's a he's a very old school opinionated uh, fucker. Which but he's he's a powerlifting genius. But he's got um he's got to design the was it the glute ham raise machine? No the reverse hyper. Oh, the reverse hyper. Uh, it's like yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Google it. Google it. Google it. So he's got all these patents on machines, and so he's you know making all this money that way. So he owns this powerlifting gym. And, uh, you know, it's a world famous powerlifting gym, but you don't pay to train there you train yeah. for free, but you, you have to, like he chooses who comes in, right? right? It's a family yeah. thing. So, and that's really like, that's where you want to be. Like you hate, I mean, I remember, fuck dude, like working at a commercial gym when I managed a commercial gym, you got to sell so many $25 a month memberships to cover the overhead in those places yeah. that you're like. Everyone come in. Yeah. Everyone. I need everyone. Hey, you know, whatever. And yeah, you get these motherfuckers coming in there and ruining the show for everyone. And But you had to take their money. Yeah. And that's a terrible place to be. So yeah, it's a good, it's like, that's why the environment's good. That's not, you're not doing it for the money. So. Oh, I am. But it's just like. <laughs> well. <laughs> I got to now. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't a hobby no more. No, no, no. <laughs> You know, I'm glad the conversation went that way because that was like one of the big questions I wanted to talk about today is because I've trained at a lot of different gyms from jiu-jitsu gyms to CrossFit gyms to fucking commercial gyms or whatever and like the vibe and the culture we have at our gym is they're second to none. I mean, they, it's, it's awesome. They, it's, a, it's a family and that, that allows us to beat the shit out of each other but we trust each other mm-hmm. you know so we can fucking go hard as shit but there's no you know ill will there you know what right. I mean? sometimes we get fucked up and hurt but no one's doing it on purpose right you know and but we go and so we get better but then also man like you have that that close-knit group to where like if you're going through something shitty or fucked up in your life like people are checking on you and, and, and right. you know and you, how many conversations have i had with you guys when i'm going through some shit like that that's huge and I don't know, man. That's so important for a good gym, and it and that that culture comes from the top down. You know, it comes from you, like basically setting the standard, and it trickles down through us. And you know, we have to take responsibility and you know, kind of pass that on to new people. And I know sometimes I'm good at it, sometimes I fuck up, and I'm not so good at it. You know, or sometimes I get a little judgmental, and you don't welcome someone in the tribe <laughs> real fast. You know, it's my own personal bias. You know, like I don't know if this guy's part of the tribe yet. You know, but. And yeah, so I think you do. That's I mean, uh, we do a bunch of good shit at the gym, and you do a bunch of good shit. But I think that is like the biggest thing is that keeping that that culture and that vibe. Yeah, I, I liked it. Like in Texarkana, it was funny. Um, I love Mark to death, and I don't know if he listens or not. But Mark's kind of um, he's kind of socially awkward, and so like I had to. I felt like I had that role at, at that gym, like really. I joke around with everyone, anything like that. You know what I mean? And, and but I want it to be open enough. I, I don't like um. I'm I'm not gonna sell wolf tickets. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be fake with people about it inside the gym. You can't mm-hmm. because for that same reason, man. If I gotta trust you to, you know, potentially hurt me or something like that, you know, we, it's it's got to start right there, and we gotta. I don't know where I'm trying to go with this. Um, like you gotta build it like right then and there. 
Yeah. And I think that starts when you first come through the doors and you're just welcoming with people like, hey, man, what's up? You know what I mean? What can, what can I do for you or whatever? And then you, you start learning about the the people and their nuances and things like that and, and really tapping into that. So I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, it makes but, good sense. I mean, because it's, it's not like it's an exact science mm-hmm. like to, have to build that culture. You know what I mean? There's not like a checklist. You're like, yeah. okay, if someone comes in and I can say this, they say that. You know, it's, it doesn't work like that. Right. And you got to... It's kind of, I don't know, it's got to be like an intuitive process. Yeah, it, and it did. It, it started in Texarkana because a lot of people wouldn't go to Mark with their problems. Because I was Mark's honor student. I was one of his first students, and I was his first black belt. I trained with the dude until I was first degree black belt and moved to Colorado, you know. But people wouldn't go to him. Who would they go to? They'd go to me. And so then I'd be the one to have to go talk to Mark and be like, look, you know, this is, this is what's going on. This is the deal. You know, or I think we should do this or that, that kind of thing. And so I kind of, I kind of took like things I seen wrong culturally inside that gym and then what worked real good. And then kind of when I got this place thrown on me, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, moved it there and say, okay, this is what I want to see and how it is. And then you look like a, like Rolly's gym is pretty close like this. You know, I don't, are you guys on there? uh, Yeah. Or in his school's group? Yep. I, I don't know if I'm in his school's group, no. I mean, I... I, I mean, I, they're always fucking with each other, you know what I mean? And posting memes about each other and pictures and, and stuff like that, you know? And there's... A lot of gyms aren't like that. There, there's not a lot of jujitsu gyms that are like that, you know what I mean? So it's good to it's good to have that. And then it, it does trickle down for everyone. Because you walk through the doors and you can sense it. It's like, oh, cool, you know? I walked through the doors at that Gracie Baja when I moved here, and I was like, this place is fucked up. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong here. You know, so it just kind of, and you could tell, like, the way they were about things. Yeah. You know, and I could sense it, and you could tell, like, when I walked in, I first immediately met you guys, I immediately start fucking with you right off the bat. You know what I mean? And, and you, you do that, you got to let your own guard down. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, Okay, here I am. This this is how I am, and, and what it is. If you don't like it, hey, it's all good. But but this is me. Yeah, and how I remember you coming in, man. It was because it, like you know, in general, we've talked about this before. Like there's there's these general rules, and generally you don't ask a higher belt to roll. You mm-hmm. wait for them to ask you. Yeah. But you were like super quick about just being like, like motherfuckers. If you want to roll, ask me to roll. Like, I'm not going to sit here all day long and, like, ask people yeah. to roll. Like, yeah, no one would come up and ask me to train. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is nonsense. So, yeah, man. Call was... me professor and not asking me to train? This is stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny, man. It, like, totally blew my uh, my uh, expectations for a black belt out of the water. I was like, look at this motherfucker. He's from Texas, so he sounds, you know, I'm familiar. Cause I'm from Oklahoma, so immediately we hit it off, like, you know, just being some Southern boys stuck here in Colorado. And yeah, like, yeah, it was funny, man. I still remember the first time, because you moved here as a cop, and so I never quite knew how you stood on the whole weed situation. Because before it was legal, you moved here like the year before, or two years before it was legalized. In 13. Yeah. And so I remember the first time we were rolling and you were like, we were like, we're not the first time we were rolling, but we were rolling one time and you were like, you're so high all the time. How the fuck do you remember any of these moves or something <laughs> like that? I don't know how you smoke so much weed and remember these moves. And I was just like, 
oh shit, you shit, know? The cop knows I oh, smoke the, weed. The black belt cop knows <laughs> I smoke weed. I'm fucked. <laughs> it was funny, man. But yeah, no, I was. I think a lot of it's just personality, man. Like yeah. you just, you know, that's just not who you. You know, it's it's hard to fake that shit, man. It you really can't, you is. You can't fake it. No. It, well, you can, but it won't last very long. Yeah. It, it'll it'll crumble. Yeah. So I mean, if you're not really interested in people, and you're real more interested in just like how you can make money off of those people, right? It's different. It is. You can do both, right? But one's going to be most important. They can't mm-hmm. both be most important. You know, like one has to be most yeah. important. And if you put helping people as the most important thing, like again, that's just you can't fake that. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that's the, the, you know, kind of what you were saying. Like when people come in, you're like, how, you know, you, you try to get to know them so you can figure out, can I help you? And how can I help yeah. you rather than just like, all right, I got to, you know, lead this person down the path to get them to sign this contract yeah. kind of thing and then deal with it later. And dude, I, I, fuck dude, working in my fitness facility, there were a few people I sincerely regretted signing up like a month or two after signing them up. And I was just like, that sucked, yeah. you know, but it was because you, you know, you get trained to take this like sales process approach. Like, yeah. you know, this is how you do it. And you know, there's good and bad to it, but you can take it too far, but that's the, that's, you know, yeah, definitely not, doesn't define our gym. I mean, I say this, I say it jokingly, but I also say it with, uh, like is a compliment more than anything is like, I feel like our gym is more of a club than a business. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but honestly, I think it's because I didn't go into it as a sole. Granted, it right? Probably, yeah. When you opened, you were still working house, as a full time cop, officer, and so, so it's a hobby. It's a hobby making extra money. Yeah. It, it's a. It is a way out. I seen it as a way out of a way out of police work. Yeah, for sure. But it was still being ran as a hobby because I don't know fucking shit about running business. I still don't know shit about running the goddamn business. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it. Yeah, it does kind of get ran at the hobby. You point that out. Well, it's just a club. <laughs> that's not. That's not. A no, 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 no. I know. No, like I said, like a club. Like it's like you know, there's not. It's it's not just. It's not intimidating. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you can come into like a like a a, a place that's run like mm-hmm. a hardcore business, yeah. and it can be a little intimidating versus like because you know again like you know yeah we're we're just we're it's a loose family culture yeah. in there. It's like, we all kind of step up. If something needs, you know, help, we try to step in and help. And it's, you know, yeah. It's, well, yeah. And that's how I felt when I first walked in. I, I remember the first time I walked into the Gracie Baja here and I go in and uh, Penny was actually sitting at the desk and I, I had talked to Matt and uh, Fabio and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm black belt. I'm going to be moving there. Matt was in Atlanta, I think when I talked to him and then, uh, he said, okay, well, I'll be back. Fabio will be there one day. He'll be with Billy. And then so I go in and Penny's at the desk. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm a black belt. I'm coming there. She kind of looks me up and down and stuff. And then just like, I think she goes and gets Billy and we introduce ourselves and, <laughs> and everything, dude. And I'm just like, oh, it's going to be one of these places, you know. But it wasn't. I mean, everybody in there was cool. And that was the thing, right? The people. It's people yeah. in there that, that make, make the deal. And... I could tell where Matt, the separation between like Matt and Billy in, in the the distance between yeah. his coaches and stuff in there and is in not so much Billy because Billy really wasn't you know I mean he's a silent partner but with Matt like the distance in between Matt and just everybody else and I was like yeah this is 
This is weird. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, some places they think, you know, it's that, uh, there, there is, you know, what it, uh, Jocko, that new book, Jocko's new book, The Dichotomy of Leadership. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's it's a term he talked about in his um, oh, fuck, what was his other book? The uh, not the extreme black ownership. man, yeah, extreme ownership. And it was it was a concept he talked about because it's like you do like because you have to maintain like you, to be a leader, you want to get close, but you mm-hmm. you have to maintain like at the end of the day, you're our coach. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so like there is like a like you do have to maintain that, but I think some places, you know, it's a spectrum, and they they take it to like such an extreme of like, okay, I need to maintain this distance from my students and I need to maintain this like aura of, uh, you know, I am special and you're not. So, you know, you guys have to ask me to roll all the time and all this stuff that, uh, yeah, it's a turnoff to a lot of people and it does poison the culture, but you see it, man, people's ego because they get a chance to be a fucking cult leader. Yeah. Yeah. You know well, what I you mean? Well, you see that in jujitsu a lot. I mean, that all that shit that happened later, man, all that stuff. I, I mean, I don't know all the details, but that's what it seemed like. Yeah, you get a little similar to. Yeah, man. Try to stay up on that 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 throne or that pedestal. Yeah. Put that image out there, and you got to fucking maintain. Well, it. one of the first things I did, it might have been like the second week. I might have been training at the gym. I let every son of a bitch in that gym tap me out. I missed that fucking roll. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> I remember you mentioned that. That stuck with me it. all these years. I remember You're you still late for your roll. Yeah, I was like, well, well I made it hard fights. No, no, yeah. Give up a submission. I said, look, now that that's over with, I'm no different than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now let's fucking train and yeah. smash shit out of them. <laughs> I mean, but, but that's over with. They, they, it's not like it's... Because I think it was strange coming in, too, because there was no black belt there. You know, Matt, the brown brown belt. And, you know, there was... Were you purple, purple belt? belt. Uh, purple belt. Karen, blue belt. You know what I mean? And yeah. Some others, but... That's about it. That was it. I mean, Dan Krenzer was there. He was purple belt. Krenzer was no, purple belt. Blue, probably, and then got his purple belt. He no, got his no, purple belt, actually. Krenzer got his purple belt when I was there. And Tim. Tim, Tim was yeah, a purple Tim, belt. Tim was a purple belt. Wolf shirt. Well, yeah. sure. He got he got his brown belt <laughs> or after. Yeah, because he got his brown belt there. He got his yeah. brown belt there. I still remember him telling me he's like, I don't know where my purple belt is. I I don't know if you were there. We were there talking. He used it to drag some fucking stereo equipment around or something <laughs> yeah. like that, and like tore to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that story came up, man. <laughs> it sounds about right. That was a funny bit. Yeah, man. There weren't a whole. There was a. Uh, it was a good little group, but it was a small, like, you know, group. But yeah. there was. It was people there, though, because that was what was interesting, though, is because guys like Tim and Rob, you know, they weren't, they didn't come up in that system. Right. And so. Or, or sign up under that the culture that was there right then. The right. Culture, I could tell. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. That fucking culture. Dude, I remember, I remember <laughs> you showing up. Because they'd say, like, hey, you got to wear a TV. Yeah. And I'd walk in with and my lucky, lucky gear. Like, you like, eat like, a bag of dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear whatever gear I want to wear. What kind of nonsense is this? Yeah, fucking so stupid. That's funny, man. I know. I remember that. I was like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> Just shows Matt up would get so, he would get so pissed at me. He would talk to me after class and, "Hey, man, you really you gotta wear a GB shit." And I'm like, "It's not happening." Like, I don't yeah, care what man. you say. Like, yeah. I can't do it. I have a bunch of geese I like to wear. I'm not fucking wearing them. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna wear whatever I want. Does not matter what my uniform says? Yeah. Like, we're doing jujitsu. We're trying to strangle each other. Oh. Do I need a certain patch on there? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah he, him and I never saw eye on that shit. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I wear it once in a while, but 
Yeah. I remember when they made the change, we had to wear their rash guards. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I got all these shirts that I just bought, and now I got to buy, like, GB rash guards, too. That's all the franchising. Though. Just right, right. right. Money yeah. Them, See, and that's where the bad, the, you know, that's what... You know, I, can I don't know. Res- I, don't I know can respect it's not the right it, word. but I, that's personally, it's not right. me. No, it's not you me. You know, that's yeah. like when when I talk to them, when I talk to uh, talk to Fabio, you know, after the deal happened with Matt and we were trying to figure out what to do because I told him, I said, look, man, I'll gladly stay in help because I knew like, I was like, dude, I could change this place. I could tell the, the people wanted jujitsu and I knew, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, man, this, this could be a good thing, you know, because... Gracie Baja as a whole has got a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths here, but you can't, it's not Gracie Baja. You know, there were some things about it on the back end that were pretty fucking shitty, but it was more, I mean, Matt and Billy, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, um, what was I talking about again? That goddamn chocolate. (laughs) <laughs> it's chocolates <laughs> yeah the couple what you were talking about you were talking about Fabio after she went out oh yeah yeah helping at the gym helping yeah. at the gym so but why was I talking about that I don't know you were just talking about <laughs> trying to stick around and help out yeah oh yeah I was gonna stick around and help out and, and Fabio you know they were like hey uh, we wanna bring you in um, into the business you don't have to buy in or anything I said cool okay you know what's the What's the deal? Because I knew by that time, you know, I knew Billy was a silent partner and part owner in the gym. Yeah, you yeah. Know, but Matt and Billy always were like, yeah, it's just us two. We own it. 50-50 split on everything. You know, well, when I talked to Fabio, he's like, well, it would be 33-33-33. And I'm like, okay, who's the other 33%? He said, well, it's me. I'm like, well, where do you come into play with this when it was 50-50 with Matt and Billy. And he said, oh, well, when they started, I got them the, uh, um, what was it called? You had to be, you had to be a brown belt to own the Frank, to have the franchise like that. A, um, whatever their top tier franchise is that they were calling it. Yeah. And, um, so they didn't have to pay franchise freeze fees or anything. I was like, oh, Okay. And I was still thinking, oh, 33%, you know, I'm not really, I'll just be teaching class a couple times. And, you know, I, and I asked him and Billy, I was like, you know, well, what are the expectations? Because fucking Billy ain't going to teach classes at a, as a blue belt. You know what I mean? A lot of classes, a lot of that's going to fall on me. And he's like, yeah, you know what it'd be? You would probably teach 90% of the classes, um, but you would pay me to fly out for seminars and also charge for belt testing. And I would get that, he would get that money and he would be the only one to promote students. And I sat there and I thought, is this guy think I'm a fucking idiot? <laughs> you know what I mean? I told him, I said, are you kidding me? You know, it's, it's like, I'm already a first degree black belt that I can get whatever I need done, I can get done, you know, which which isn't nothing unless you need want to do IBJJF stuff, you know. And I was like, I'm not going to have no one promoting students that that I'm training. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to tie the belts around my students. Unless it's something like, you know, like we did at Master World and Danielson and Rowley. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something totally different. But if, if I'm doing a promotion in-house and I got someone going from white to blue belt, 
I'm not going to fly some fat fucker in from wherever <laughs> to come fucking promote my student. You know, it just don't make sense. And then when I went and asked Billy, I said, dude, I said, he's offering me 33-33. And Billy's like, where the fuck's he get that number at? It's split 50-50 with me and Mac. And I was like, well, he said this and that. And he was like, man, he's fucking, he's lying. I said, yeah, I'm not. You're not getting involved with in this. This ain't going to fucking cut it. Yeah. I'll come in and train and help out or whatever, but. I'm not getting involved in that. And that was the birth of Great that, Valley. Yeah. Two grumpy guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two grumpy grapplers. Yeah. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, you threatened to come in and go to 8th Street, and that's when I was yeah. like, all right, I got to step in and do something here, or this is going to get out of control. My jiu-jitsu is going to go to shit. I'm either going to have to go deal with fucking meathead MMA guys. <laughs> Or stay here and train under, like, you know. Billy. Yeah, Billy and over-promoted other people. And so, yeah, that was where I was like, well, maybe we should look at some spaces, man. <laughs> Let's see if we can open up our own jiu-jitsu school. Well, I had talked to Cameron, like, <clears throat> like all through it, like the weird stuff, I'd talked to Cameron a lot because, you know, he trained both places. and um, We're pretty open with each other. And he's like, man, this place is fucked up. He said... I don't get along with some, with most of them. I just come here to do jujitsu. He's like, I mainly train with Rob and like Tim and stuff like that. And I was like, Yeah. I said, This is, I, I don't know. How and that was how a lot work. of us treated of it, man. That's the only reason I was training there is because it was, it was either that or training with the meatheads at A Street. And I had been down that that A Street road because I I taught jujitsu there when I first moved to town. That mm-hmm. was the only place to fucking train. And so I started teaching a gi class there, and it was just, dude, I hated the vibe there. It was just such a fucked up place man so when Matt opened that place I was like well it's a little bit better but it's just a different type of fucked up like god damn yeah. it and so then it was just, but it was still bodies to train with and guys yeah. like Tim and Cameron and stuff were guys that I had known from A Street mm-hmm. that I got along with you know that would train together that was it and we, we were all on the same page like yeah this is kind of fucking hooey but at least it's we can train yeah you know? I've seen it was similar in Texarkana and, and I think here is that like the small areas everybody wants to be the fucking big fish you know what yeah. I mean and so everybody starts getting attitudes with each other or, or have that arrogance about them all oh, my place is better than this yada 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 Texarkana was the same way because fuck we were the only jiu-jitsu school there for a while and there'd be like someone teaching MMA or something pop up or, or something like that you know um, but now I think there's two gyms there now there's Mark and then some other guys but I'm or three three places to train but you know it's, I just think that's what does it I think eventually when what needs to happen is just like man everybody's here to get better and if you're gonna if you decide if you, if you decide to go over there and do it hey man freaking awesome if you're being a better human about or just being a better human in general just by going over there and training and then they're doing their jobs on it yeah, it was weird here. Yeah. But it's still kind of, well, I mean, if you think about it, we're, we're still the only Brazilian jiu-jitsu school here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, no matter what, I mean, there's yeah. a martial arts school that, that says they do kind of jiu-jitsu, but yeah, whatever. And then there's a couple, there's one MMA school. Yeah, Golden Fights, Golden which Golden was 8th Street. Which was 8th Street, mm-hmm. you know, and a million different owners that fucking place has had. But that's it. I mean, there, you know, there's some wrestling camps that yeah. do submission wrestling here and there and MMA type stuff, but... I don't think there's anybody doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu wearing a gi and throwing on a gi 94% of the time. Yeah, yeah, there's not. Yeah, the guys from Montrose come train with us. 
Well, there's a couple there's other 15 places. gyms down there now. So. 15 <laughs> gyms with like three, people, three students each. I know. Like, God damn it, man. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, that's like, weird, dude. All good, though. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm glad we get to train with George and Chris all the time. <laughs> they come down and train with us. Man. Yeah. So I'm good with that. Heck yeah, man. New black belt in town, too. Well, kind of. Up in Rifle. Yeah, he's a nice Thomas, guy. he's a good dude. Yeah, I figured he'd be here today. I was hoping he was going to be there today. He's fun to train with. Yeah. Was he starting a school up there? Or he just yeah, he started a school Some right guy right? opened up a gym there. I, he's I not, he's not he's like a, He's not an owner, no. He's like a paid employee. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, guess I think I, he knows the guy that opened it, used to train with him in West Virginia or whatever. I, I was just making the assumption that he was starting a gym. Hmm. But I didn't ask a lot of details. He's like a paid employee, so there's probably won't be that long. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm. Best of luck. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's a rough go. I mean, it's hiring an instructor, a paid instructor. Like, you got to have a lot of students to pay that bill, mm-hmm. you know, to make it yeah. not a losing proposition. Yeah. Huh. That sucks, but that's good for us because that means you'll come train with us more. Yeah. Maybe. He hangs out. Yeah. <laughs> Western Colorado. Oh, yeah. It's the worst places to be. Oh, that place is pretty sweet. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. certainly is, so... All right, why not? I don't know, man. I ain't got nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Got no any, fucking life-changing questions. Got any fucking advice for no us? No life-changing questions? <laughs> no, man. You got us sitting right here, dude. You can just tell us where <laughs> we're I thought you were calling in with up. questions. We're going to tell you what you're fucking up. Yeah. Yeah, where are we fucking <laughs> where up? Where are we fucking up? James, you got to fucking relax. Okay, <laughs> still. At least, at least you gave up rigor mortis guard. I'm working on it. Yeah. Did you give it up? Did you give up? It's, today when we were wrestling, I was going to say something to him about it. Now it's all lower body rigor mortis. It's just his <laughs> I, I don't know where it is. He has these things where he, he likes to try to hold your arm or your leg and hold it with his shin. You just hold it there and thinks he's going to stop you. Yeah, that's what fool can be. He just, thinks it's going to stop your movement. That's what pissed me off reason. last night. I don't when, when, when I was trying to pass, you were doing that. I didn't think about it. It was lower body rigor mortis. Yeah. And that's when I fucking got pissed and I had to do that big back step and I slammed my heel on the mat. Mm. Now I'm icing my fucking heel. Yeah. Because you're lower body rigor mortis. Lower body rigor mortis guard. Fucking James. Well, I have a rationale behind it as well. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear it. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I want to hear if it's any different than the other rationales you give me for some of this shit. Well, I'm trying to change my, my hip, you know, so my if I can hang on and I can change my hip angle... But I get my hips stuck, and then it's just like, all right, well. So, there, you know, I'm, I am not, it is like more than just like old school rigor mortis where I'm just like Correct. hanging on and Correct. just like really having no plan. Right. You're like, moving a little bit. I'm trying to get my hips, you know, moving back and forth. And so that's, uh, but I, I mean, I have found like if I can, you know, people will start to pin my legs together. And then it is like I'll kind of like do a little rigor mortis toe guard, and then wonder why my wonder why my ankle hurts, you know. Yeah. But then I get a little space, and all of a sudden it's a, oh, that's a different fight. So that's kind of my goal. But as with a lot of things with you, there's a lot of intentions getting squashed. But uh, yeah, relaxing is squash. Is it squash. You squashed his intentions. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like smash you. Well, that too. No. But, you know, I'm just saying like I have an intention. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to do this, but it doesn't work. You're squashing my intentions. And then uh, something else happens as a result. But you're really good at making me do stupid shit and not even realize it's stupid shit. It is pretty funny. It is. 
It is. Like, I can tell when you get in a fucking mood and you're just like, all right, I'm going to sport. I'm going to sport submit James here. Which is <laughs> what it feels like. It's like, it's, it's like a shooting gallery. It's like, all right, I'm going to hit this one. Boom. Okay, slap hands. I'm going to hit this one. Boom. And I'm like, this motherfucker's just sport submitting me at this point. Like, so, anyways. No, it's good. Both of you guys are doing good. Everybody is. The the growth of everyone, especially like the the people that, you know, we're talking about Gracie Baja, not shitting on what training you get, they were doing there. But like the growth of everyone who started there, if you look, that's all the higher belts now, right? Yeah. Rob, you, Cameron, who else? Um, Angela. Angela. <laughs> The reluctant purple belt. <laughs> yeah. Corey and Brian's fat fuck asses. If <laughs> yeah, you guys listening? Yeah. Fat fuckers. Fucking lazy bitches. <laughs> Who else? That's and a good, yeah, shows up to like three it. classes every Dude, two He weeks. shows up for open mats. He don't warm up. He's the monster, no. man. He rolls around and you don't see him for like three or four days. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the Mauler does it. He's actually was going to be your first guest. Was he? The Mauler? Yeah. And we were going to get him to talk real estate. Oh. That's right. We're gonna get him wound up on rental houses. Would that be how you can get him wound up and going, man? That's right. It'd probably be more entertaining and educational. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. We're doing pretty good. Yeah, I think so. We're doing all right, but uh, yeah, not many people that stick around. I mean, that's that's like the cool thing again. Like with our gym, is like you bring in so many fucking great people. To help us train. Yeah, Jamie was good. Wasn't Jamie's it? good. Yeah, Jamie was real good. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I hit that back take from close guard today. Did you? I, yeah. Good, man. Back take. That's what I've been calling it. Which one was? The one where you get like both underhooks. Oh, and you get, like, yeah. The yeah. And then you start like kind of like inverting to, for the pendulum yeah. sweep. But if they shift the weight back, you just come yeah. out the back. Yeah. I've been doing like a little different version of his, but basically the same. I mean, same thing. Principles the same. Principles yeah. all the same. Like, it fucking works, dude. His armbar setup too, man. Yeah, like I've gotten, I've got, yeah, dude, I've gotten so lazy with it. I like, I just have to control, and then I don't even get any other fucking grip. I just, just hug their arm, and if I get to here, and all of a sudden I've got like their their elbows trapped in my hip, and it's pinned like right here because I'm I'm able to connect this right here, and their elbow stuck there, and then I've got my angle, and dude, yeah, but again, just like. Bringing people like that in and getting exposed to these little details and all these little yeah, things that they do. Yeah, everything, everybody's different. And, and at those levels, it's like, uh, it's funny because like, I was telling Jamie, I said, man, I said, you're, you're kind of fucking everybody up. Okay. And he was like, how? And I, and not talent wise or anything like that. Well, like that's a gimme, you know what I mean? Dude's, yeah. dude was awesome. But um, I said, because everybody was expecting Denilson. Everybody was expecting to get passed, mounted, choked, cross choked to death, <laughs> wrist locked, to where you can't jack off anymore, or armbarred. Yeah. Right? That's pretty much that's, it. That's it. That's your three. That's yeah. With with a calm face the whole time, never no expression changes. And no yeah. mouth breathing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right. But then people train with Jamie, and Jamie was speed. He was, he he's it was pressure, but it's different. It wasn't that grinding like ah, you know I, so you know I'm gonna be here, yeah, you know, because it was funny because he uh he mounted me once and went to cross choke me. I just laughed. I said, "There's no pressure here. I'm getting the fuck out of here." Sure enough, I get out, but I'm getting the shit choked out of me on my back. 
you know, it's just that different, different thing and, the, and a different approach to it for go, those guys at that, those level of competitors and just athletes and yeah. in general, yeah, like yeah. it really does. And, and, and it does, I think it's, it's good. Cause, uh, you know, you take someone like, like me, something of like Denilson's game more works with me, but you take someone like, um, who would be like Jamie, uh, Brett's dumbass. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you take, athletic. Uh, yeah, just that athletic, athletic move. Not calling you dumb, Brett, if you're listening, but... It's, it's, it's just, an endearing it's term. You figured it out by this point. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? That athletic that can play with that, like that loose game and, and run speed yeah. around and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Kind of so. turn more into that. I don't know. Like, water's not... Because, again, like, Pimenta can do that, but it is. It was like... Like, that was the thing I noticed, man. Like, like there were times when there was a scramble and I'm watching... Uh, jamie move and it was like i don't know how like a visual of just like like something like fluid you know he just like turned into a fucking fluid object and was just like moving around them and all of a sudden boom would just materialize and get hard again right and so yeah but his movement was definitely a little more on like that speed and fluid side yeah because i told you i told you man i've said this before like that was one of the most mind fucked rounds i've ever had in my life because i'm like halfway through and I realized like I'm rolling like complete dumbass because I'm waiting to get smashed and and because I'm waiting coming. to get smashed I'm not I'm not rolling I'm not doing anything yeah. Yeah. and it's not coming and then yeah it was funny man but yeah it is that's uh, a hard thing to deal with man is when you know the ass whooping's coming but still trying to open up and try shit yeah, yeah it's tough it's, see you know, I don't even think I don't think that way I don't think like even if I go I go train with anyone I don't think it's like I know the ass whooping's coming. I don't approach it like that. I, I approach it like, to, let's wait. fucking go. It's going to happen. See, you I, know what I mean? I, 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 I try not to. And I have, I have days and moments where I can shut it off. It's no big deal. I'm just like, yeah, fuck this motherfucker. I'm coming. Mm-hmm. But then there's other days like, God damn it. Like, I can't shut it off. Like, I know. Like, I know that I can. I see it in your eyes. It's funny because there's times you'll go with me. And you'll be like, ah, you're going. And the minute I reverse you something, it's gone. <laughs> it's a fleeting moment. And you go. You shake your head and you go, fuck. Yeah, like, dude, I, I, I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I know, I know, like, I, I can picture the, the, the shit in my head. Like I said, I, I can have those mental fights with myself. I know that happened when I'm training because I can be in that aggressive, fuck this guy, I'm coming. You'll even see me laugh at you yeah. when you do it. And then when my soul, when my snow soul gets snatched from me and then the life leaves from my eyes, it's like, yeah, fuck, here it comes, I'm getting fucked up. There's the, I know, man. It's funny. I, I'm sure you can tell I do the same thing. I'll, I can tell there's a point where I'm like, fuck, I'm fucked. I let yeah. him get too far. Yeah. I let him like, I, like, and I just know I'm fucked. And it's like, I'm trying to fight out, but it's like, the harder I fight, the harder it's coming back. And then, yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard not to like that. For me, that's one of the hardest things that I would deal with is like, because both you guys, you know, did you guys when you want to come like fuck you know it's hard for me to uh and, and it's like okay being realistic versus you know being confident and yeah it's a it's a mind fuck man it is it is that's what i was talking to nelson one time we we're just over there i don't remember what it was uh, he did something to me he, he i think he hit me with like a, a nasty ass cataguruma or something like Thud me, and we sit down, and he just looked at me, he goes, jiu-jitsu's funny. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, fuck you, dude. 
man, you shit's funny. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> and coming from him, too. Like, knowing him. Like, yeah, I can see that. Like, you motherfucker. This guy, you know, in his horrible English, he's like, jujitsu's funny. I was like, shit, fuck Dude, he's dude. funny, man. He's got Let's the... go. <laughs> it is funny, man. But, you know, like, that's the part of that beauty of jujitsu is because that is like a mental weakness, not being able to be like a beaten dog waiting for that ass whooping because you know if you beat a dog too much every time a human raises his hand he cowers yeah. it's kind of the same thing and they he taking off ass whoopings it's hard to not be like that abused dog like oh, right. fuck, here we go and so so then you don't try anything and, and that's that's just a glitch in your fucking brain like you gotta just okay I can do this I, I, all I gotta do is the right shit and I, I swear like I finally like for me like fatigue like Cause when, like I, I was only halfway joking last night when you were like, "Are you ready to go?" And I was like, "I was ready three rounds oh. ago." Like that was what I meant was like, like I'm so fatigued right now yeah. that I know that as soon as I get in a bad position, like yeah. it's it's just so fucking hard and like fatigue it makes cowards of us all. It's like I, I I know what to do, but I I don't have the energy to to do it knowing that there's gonna be a fight. Yeah. You know, and that and that's where it comes. Then that's where it really becomes hard. I mean, I told you that we were rolling yeah. the other day, and I was like, "That's where it really becomes tough." I get tired, and I start doing shit that I know I shouldn't do, and and that's where I get really pissed at myself, and I get really frustrated because I'm like, I know what the fuck to do, but I'm just. But the stupid thing is a little easier. In that that one moment, in that one moment, it's easier, and then the rest of the moments after that, it's not. It's harder, and you're just like. Fuck, but it the, you know that fight's there, and you're just like, yeah. Anyways, I know that, that's where it gets, you know, tough, man. But it is. I find fatigue plays a big role in that. Like, like if I feel role. fresh, I'm good. Confidence. It's like I can I can go. Yeah, but as soon as I start to feel tired and you get stuck in that position, it's like, god damn it, man. All right, where's my safety spot? Yeah, I just I, I guess I always just approached overdo. I would always overdo it. Like even now, Wait, like if I get tired, if I get tired and someone gets the best of me, it's like, all right, let's go. Let's keep going. We're just gonna keep going. You know, I won't quit. Well, why do you think that works for you? Is that I mean, are you building like the mental toughness there? You think? Um, like, I think I'm trying to work through it. Being fatigued, it's like okay, I'm probably gonna end up in the same position again because the deal is, you just caught me with this doing that that thing right there. So you know, I'm tired. You're probably gonna end up doing it again. You know, especially like when you guys. Here's the deal. It feeds into your ego a little, right? It's like oh, I just got this on them. Probably gonna be able to do it again. You go right back to do it again. So I know I'm probably gonna have to defend it again when being tired. So like, fuck it, let's go then. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's that's the goal, man. That's where we want to get. It's I mean, but that's where training comes in. I mean, it just takes it takes fucking time. I mean, I don't know. That's you don't want to make excuses, but at the end of the day, like you know, fatigue's a real thing. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's a, you, you like your body. That's why it your your body is trying to protect you. Right, like it, it it senses that something's changing your horm, you know, well, something's off, and so you, like that's why you start getting shut down. You can't go, but and that's where like you train, and then you come back and you train a little harder the next time, and train a little harder the next time. Because man, that's the thing too, though, is I can look back and I, I can I can see obviously I'm able to fight out of positions better now than I could when I was first started. Right. right, so even though you guys are gonna get me, I'm still I'm able to. So I can see, like, so there is. It's like you can't just not try. You got to keep fucking fighting. 
Like that's even though you know that like at the end of the day you're probably gonna get taken out, but it's uh that's where you get better. Yeah. So yeah, man. That's you gotta put yourself in those situations. You have to. Yeah. It can get overdone for sure. Cause I mean that's where you get you open yourself up to injuries. Yep. I mean I, there there is that fine line. Cause I think that that's it's like in I forget what the fuck I was thinking about this morning actually. It's funny that this got brought up. Cause there's like there is a concept in in your traditional martial arts of like testing your spirit, mm-hmm. and you can't do that all the time, you know. And so like these and, and you know a lot of the training would be more in that like kind of moderate thing. And so and that's kind of what we're talking about. But like you got to test your spirit. You have to. That's part of fucking martial arts. And you know if you're always rolling with the same people that you feel protected with, or right. you start to get tired and and you're like, okay, I'm done. Rather than just fucking going, <clears throat> like yeah, it's like that's where you progress, man. That's where you get better. I think that's why we got that culture at our gym. Like we roll, like you know, we roll fucking hard, and and it's like you know, it starts from the top, man. You're the first person on and the last person off. Still try to be. Try I've always, yeah. always been that way. I'm the worst. I gotta have the most terrible jujitsu ever to train as long as I have. <laughs> I don't know about that. What's that say for us? Then? I know. <laughs> Think you're being a little too hungry. It's getting better. It's getting better. I think it's doing all right. It is, no, man. It's getting better. It we just got to shit, dude. It's shit bad when I moved here. Just because the training part. I didn't have training partners. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, a, I remember Marcelo Garcia talked when he first opened his gym. You know, he didn't have none of his, the high, it's Marcelo Garcia. Wasn't no one going to push him or anything, you know? So he had to do everything on the other sides. I mean, for God's sake, you guys didn't even know how to pass a guard fucking standing up when I got here. Yeah. <laughs> it was sliding around on her knees. I was like, what the fuck's going on in here, man? Hey, I'll, I'll argue. I never did that fucking <laughs> That fucking knee wrestling bullshit that they tried to make you do. Like, that shit drives me insane to this, still to this day. I see two people fucking slap hands, start wrestling on the knees. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, do not wrestle on your knees. That is the dumbest goddamn thing I've ever fucking seen in any gym in my entire life fucking knee wrestling you're not gonna do that in the real world you're not gonna do that in a fucking jiu-jitsu tournament who the fuck came up with knee wrestling <laughs> so goddamn stupid man fucking I don't know man it's <laughs> so stupid so I still think of that every time I see somebody doing that but like it's, somewhere Rob's cringing yeah fucking it's getting better though it's, but it's because everybody else is yeah you know what I mean so I know man I was thinking about that the other day I was like dude you've been training like I've been here, I like I'm, I'm like man, I've been training for like almost six years, and then I'm like fucking Kevin's been training for that same six years. Mm-hmm. Like how the hell am I ever supposed to catch up on that motherfucker? Yeah, so, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't. No man, I've been, it's Get funny you mentioned that. Love, change your like, I, mean, I, 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 I was Fontaine, <laughs> I was thinking about that. Fontaine. <laughs> oh fuck. That is funny, man. <laughs> no man, on a long enough timeline. No, but it's good. Like, but that's what I want. That's what I need. I need, like, for my own self, I need to get tapped. I need the hard rounds and the hard fights. Yeah. You know. Well, so. I'm trying, man. I'm coming for it. <laughs> I try. I try to fucking smash you every time. Yeah. It doesn't always work out, but no. yeah. I try. You did last night. Fucking put the thunder kick, kangaroo kick of death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. You did the fucking yeah. head. That's, that's a push sweep. No. You, <laughs> that was a fucking push. That is a push, sweet. You kicked the leg. There may be a slight. I laughed. I laughed hard when you. I laughed when you done it. I got, but the thing is, like, that ain't, that <laughs> you ain't do it per- every time we train. That ain't the first time I done that to you. Why you do it every time we train? I know. 
So you should have a better base in that position by now. You should know that the thunder kick of death is coming. And I'm going to fucking sweep Normally you over. you don't kick. You just try to push and I pass. Maybe, I was, maybe I was a little overzealous last night. You, you it could, it could be. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> not going to say that it didn't. I replayed the event in my head. I still don't think I'd call it a kick. But I can see how it could be misconstrued as a kick. <laughs> you sound like Z right now. That's what you sound like after he kicks his sister. He's like, wasn't a it kick. It wasn't a kick, it was a push. Yeah, it was an aggressive leg tap. Yeah, it's, there's a difference. Yeah. But no, 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 it's good because, you know, like, you you give me problems. You've tapped me out before. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, I'm not, there's no, it's not like I can train and be like, ah, oh, there's no threats. You know what I mean? Like Randy. Fuck Randy's that dude. Fuck that dude. I love training with him. No, yeah. Sol- solving that puzzle, dude. That's a, yeah. that's a good fuck. I, I gotta be like, like I've only trained with him not too much recently just because my fucking elbows. Because he is. Like, dude's grip strong and he's strong. It. Fuck, I'm not that strong. It takes a lot for me to yank out. My elbows get to hurting. Yeah. But uh, overhook I, death. I don't hang out with guard. Really. No, you can't. No. I, I avoid his. He calls guard. guard, you stand up. I avoid that closed guard. Like Literally. my life depends on. Yeah, <laughs> now you can find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, okay. me too. There's a couple things. But him, Al, Al's like Al's body type is the worst for me. Like Al, Jamie, like fucking Rolly's body type, long. Well, even like Brazilian Nick, yeah, that like he's got kind of got that long, lanky body yeah. type. That's yeah. a bitch to deal with, man. Yeah. It really is. And fucking limbs are longer than you think. They are. <laughs> well, the deal is, so like, you know, I play half guard and stuff like that, but I go to grab a leg and like where a normal person's leg is, I'm like reaching up the inside of their thigh and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. You know, there's just the long, long people are tough. That and uh, when they base in posture, the shoulders and everything are, are so high that it's hard to break them down. So, yeah. Al's a motherfucker. Al's a huge human being. <laughs> I haven't seen old Al in a while. He was yeah. here all this week. Was he? Was yeah, he? He left yesterday. Yeah. To go yeah. fucking some. How's his wrist doing? It's good. Is we it trained good? pretty hard one day. We did. Oh, did already? Yeah, we. I think we went probably thirty minutes of rolling Wait, pretty hard. Train, train hard though. Cause last minutes. time I seen him, he was still like I think he started race on it. No, we yeah, no, we were going pretty hard. Oh, that's good. Nice. Good. Yeah. Good. He's back. Yeah, he's been down for. Wow, with that thing. His wrist. And yeah. You killed him, dude. I did. I fucking chi punched his wrist. <laughs> no, that was your fault. Yeah, he was trying to Kimura me, and I, right. I used my chi defense, and, you know, he tapped me before it was able to tear his wrist apart. But no, dude, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, he was Kimuraing me, and, you know, I was trying to defend it. I wasn't, like, being, like, you know, totally ridiculous. But, uh, uh, yeah, it was like, I tapped, and right when I tapped, he like he, you're like I don't remember, dude. It felt like fucking Velcro ripped in my ear. Like I kept trying to get it across to him because he was in denial about it forever. He's like, ah, oh, my wrist is yeah. ah, it's fine. I, I mean, I kept trying to like, dude, I don't know, man. Like that sounded like a wet towel. Like I've I've heard I've never heard that sound. Like that sounded fucking bad. And yeah, man, it was a tendon or something. What was it or? He ended up having to get, like, a, he's got a rod in his wrist. Yeah. Shit, yeah, something bad. Again, I don't know how the fuck he did it, but, yeah, he tapped me out, and, like, right as I was tapping, I heard, like, rap, and he was like, oh, my wrist. And I'm like, your wrist? What about my shoulder, man? Like, but, yeah, it's fucking. I don't know why this just come to me. Oh, no. But, well, no, when we were talking about the culture of gym and stuff, it's just, like, I think one of the big things about it is, is the large amount of women we have. 
why I have no idea. Like, the, we got a shit ton of women that train, you know, jujitsu, and and the it was weird because even back home, I think for the thirteen years I trained it, it, with Mark, one female blue belt. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in my school in Michigan, none. Very few girls did yeah. jujitsu. Very, I mean, nowhere near like what we got now. And how many? So I got. How many, how many blue belts? Like three or four. Four or five purple belts now? Five girl purple belts, yeah. Is it five? Angela? Angela. And then the four horsemen. The four horsemen? <laughs> Jeff. Death. <laughs> and Vicky. And Vicky, that's right. Six. Yep. So, you might have belts. more purple, purple belt, belt girls guys. than guys, man. That's there is. Yeah. There is, right? There is, yeah. yeah. Cause, well, there's you, me, Mahler, Mahler and, uh, Nate, and Lawyer John. Uh, and Brazilian Nick. Brazilian Nick. C. 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 Josh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got All right, more. we got more we boys. Got, we got more. All what's, right. What, Barely, though, man. Like, it's... Like, there's enough women there, like, and they all compete and stuff, which is cool. You know what I mean? And we train hard with them. Yeah. Yeah, they go, well... And I tell guys, too, like, when they get visitors and stuff, and they're like wrestle like uh, Kelly or Nadia, you know, I'll be sure and tell them to say, hey, she's going to grab you and you're going to feel like a man's grabbing you. Yeah. Just remember that it's still a woman grabbing hold of you, slinging you around. So, yeah. You know, but, yeah, what what's really funny is that probably the first black belts that I promote from white to black that started with me, like didn't, like not a GB or anything like that, uh, yeah. will be women. <coughs> That's pretty sweet. I don't. I don't think there's anyone else. Uh huh. It's all the girls. Yep. Yeah. See if they make it. They'll you think? It. You think having? Cause I think you were headed down this route with that thought process. <clears throat> you think having that many girls in the gym, like, ch- changes the culture of the gym? Yes. Is that what you're, you're headed? Like, yeah, it does about? because it's not as um. You can call it meat heady, testosterone field, whatever. It's not as. It's not that bad. But the issue, but the problem is when you get a bunch of women in one place, it's a bunch of damn cackling hands, <laughs> and then honestly, most gym drama revolves around women. Right. 100%. I, I would say 98%. It's probably good. Someone <laughs> proved, someone, I want someone to come out there with a number that's... Spreadsheet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I want to see Track the incidents in your gym, yeah. But that is it. Whether yeah. it's eternal bickering between women, you got to diffuse or, or whatever. But that's yeah. just that's just the nature of that's human. Well, that's, that's human nature. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we got like a unique like the girls that we have are pretty unique because mm-hmm. I mean the thing is is we've got a uh, like they they are part like I don't know, I don't know how to put it right like because you're right like it's not as testosterone fueled in there because we've got a team mom. Uh, you know, for Christ's sake. But most of our girls are pretty athletic. But by the same token, right, yeah. like, the, the, it's not, it's, like, we're, we can still, like, we're definitely a, a dude culture in yeah. there. They're, well, I think... But it, that's just the sport itself. There's right, right, right. Itself. There's a lot of alpha females. Right, yeah. But I just mean, like, a lot wow. of girls come in and, you know, especially in today's culture, and it's like, they want to mm-hmm. try to change us. Like, they don't want men to be men. You know what I mean? And they want to, you know, and so, you know, we crack raunchy jokes and they crack raunchy jokes back. And, you know, we're, it's like they understand that, like, this, this environment is, it is what it is and they're not trying to change yeah. it. And they're able to, 
embrace it and become part of it yeah. and that's that's unique like really like the you know especially in today's culture there's the the percentage of women that are able to do that and really happily coexist with men and not be like you know you can't be a man because you're offending my womanhood yeah kind of thing it's it's tough that's and yeah it's kind of it's funny I, I don't know if she listened keely listens or not but you know she's a um not like a reverend, but she works for a church. Yeah. Know, type of, she, she's pretty religious Southern Baptist type thing. You know what I mean? So I kind of, I do trade around her. Like I don't, I won't try to do nothing too offensive, but right. she is Southern Baptist. So I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> she's figuring it out. Like she, she, I think, I mean, I haven't talked to her. But much. she's, but you know, she's been training a while. So yeah. she knows how it is. She, and, and she, and she sees how our culture is to where we may be a little rough around the edges. But we're not doing it offensively. Yeah. You, no. you know what I mean? Like, there's no ill will to it. Like, yeah. I remember just me being me. I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, one of the first nights she was there, they, they got done training, and we were over, like, by our gym bags changing. I was like, oh, so I just started talking to her. Like, hey, you just moved here? Or are you visiting? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what, what's the scoop? And she told me she moved here. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and she looked at me. Like, her eyes got all big. Like, she was a little... But I didn't even think about it. Yeah. And then, and then and then afterwards, somebody told me like, "Oh, you know, she's kind of religious and shit." And yeah. I was like, "Hmm, maybe I shouldn't act like that." And I was like, "No, no, fuck that." Like, and I th- she's I, learning that dude, we don't mean anything by it. I, I don't. I don't think she's like. She doesn't get offended by it. I don't think she's hyper like the uh, mommy dearest religious. No, 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 no. And what? Like I say, we're rough around the edges, but there's no ill will behind the roughness. Yeah. It's just we're all just being who we are. It's relaxed. It makes it for a fun environment. You know, it's, I never thought about all the chicks in the gym kind of changing the culture, but I think it's it good. It does. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a fucking meathead. I know I am. And I and if I get, I can get super aggressive and just angry, like, really fast. Like, it's not, but then if you hear, like, because a lot of times you hear the women wrestling, they're having fun. They're over there kind of yeah. giggling with they, each other, if talking. You, they say the more foul shit. Yeah, me, but I'll walk around looking at stuff and I hear what they're saying. And I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but just Jesus hearing them, Christ. like, just hearing them talking over in the corner or laughing, mm-hmm. like, it just kind of it lightens the mood a little bit. Yes, and it, I think yeah. that's good. That's good because if not, you know, we're just all in there trying to murder each other. And it can, yep. gets a little intense. I do like having good female training partners. It's good. It, it makes yeah. you better because. One, like... You don't want to be smooth through shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really learn how to train. Like, to be good at training with... A, with Like, girls make you better at jiu-jitsu if you use them as good training partners. And it's like, you know, they're, they're, it's good for just letting the ego go because it's mm-hmm. like, hey, man, if, if they get you in a good... Like, if they tap you, they tap you. And it's like, you know if you had to beast mode right. the fuck out of right. it. Like, you know yeah. if you had to. So it's like, you know, letting that ego go, just learn how to keep that volume knob down. I mean, shoots, I was rolling, I think it was Deborah last night and got in a position. All of a sudden, I realized, like, I got my volume knob up a little higher. I need to, like, but again, it's hard because, like, she's another one. She's strong as tough. Yeah. You get well, going with some and, of them. And, there, and, like, and there's a reverse to that, too, and I've talked to the girls about because someone goes, well, there, I'm being muscled. And I'm like, let me, let me tell you something. First of all, you're every bit as strong as that, that dude you were training with. You know what I mean? And if he's got to get out and muscle. He's going to get out of muscle where you hurt. No. You know, so don't go bitching saying, no, oh, he's just muscling. I'm being muscled around. Well, goddamn, Nadia grabs hold of you, dude, and tries fucking, there's no technique to that at all. You know, <laughs> especially if she hadn't been training in a while. Jesus Christ, dude. And she's trying to fucking ragdoll everybody. It's like, 
And she's one in particular I've had that talk with. Good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had to like, I had to beat her like she was a man. I had to like yeah. just smash she her. She didn't give a shit. No. And, <laughs> and, but then, like, and I, I was like, do you understand why I did that? And she's like, no. I was like, listen, I was like, you're trying to out-muscle me. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you were using technique on me, I was like, we're going to play technique. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to play the game of muscle, I'm going to reciprocate play the game of muscle and you're going to lose. Like, it just, it's just what's going to happen. Right. Like, technique. Like, don't use, don't try to out-muscle somebody that you're going to get out-muscled by. Like, you just, you just, it's not. That's just, that's normal for any, that's, anybody starting to use Yeah, that's though. normal. You I don't mean, know who just, you can out It's just a lesson. That is your technique at that first. Is your, yeah, that is your technique. That was the birth of rigor mortis card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's just a lesson you got to learn as it, as it goes. Yeah, yeah, but I think, you know, training with women does help. Because it does. You got to turn that volume knob down and use technique. And there's stuff, yeah, I mean, our chicks There's times you, I'll tell them, I'll muscle out of stuff. Oh, for sure. It's like, okay, if I'm going to sit here and, there, you there's a point to where the technique's matched. Yep. Right? You're doing a good technique. You know what I mean? And I can't do that. That's the only way I can get out. You know? Use technique to get out. Sometimes technique just ain't gonna fucking work. Sometimes you just gotta fucking strength get the fuck out. Strength is a technique. Uh, you know, and yeah. time, timing your explosive yeah. move. Yeah. You have to go. There's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a physical I sport. mean, because I'm not gonna bitch about you powering out of something and just say, oh, because you're a woman. You know, look at Kelly's traps. <laughs> the gun's on her right now. Yeah. Man. I guarantee you, she, we could go get under a bench right now and she'd probably be double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Sometimes I feel bad wrestling with my wife. I gotta be mean to her. There's like one time she swept me. Was that like, was funny. You did get mad. Like one time he was really going after her because I was pumping her up. About <laughs> dude, she him fucking and swept yeah, me dude. in front of him and he started out, dude. And I was like, God damn it. He ankle locked her real fucking hard. <laughs> she got mad. There was some tension after that. I was like, oh, there's going to be some talking tonight. There's going to be some talking tonight. <laughs> nah, it's all good. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. Because she got up, walked off. She was mad. He did ankle lock her pretty hard. That was funny. I bet if I ask her about it, she'll remember it. She'll remember it, I'm sure, man. <laughs> nah, it's funny. Usually we're good, but yeah, I mean, I got, I got to watch, man. If I get too deep with her, she gets like double sleeve grips, and I'm like, I, got, I can't break those grips like the normal way. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's well, either get swept or be mean. Yeah. So, sorry, baby. So. <laughs> at this point especially now she's got a purple belt yeah, dinner's already in a crock pot right? that's right that's right there's loads of sourdough on the bread on the I counter I could eat that for dinner I don't gotta worry about that no man yeah but yeah we got some girls dude you sleep on them for a second and you get fucked like, up yeah man. quick man just like shit who's so. that Deborah? Deborah almost choked the shit out of Denilson they got some weird ass choke she invented on the fly or something. I don't know. And he, he was like, man, she almost choked shit out of me, dude. I was like, they should slip a lemon. Weird spots. Where most people can't. You're like, why is this leg here? Why is that leg there? I know. It's like Randy. Randy, dude. I don't oh know. my his, god. His legs will end up in spots too, and I'm just like, how is this fucking possible? I had today. I took his foot because he was balled up, and I was driving his shin under his throat and I was going to try and I was laughing I was like man I should try and choke him with his own fucking shin I did the same thing to him last night (laughs) I was passing him this way and his his right leg came in and and I had this one like underhooked like Mm kind of like a stack pass and I was stack passing him so hard to this side that this shin was up in his throat and this leg was like collapsed over top of it and he was chill with it 
<laughs> I'm like, dude, I stopped. I was like, man, is this cool? He's like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> good? Yeah. Like, All right, man. Most normal people can't bend like that. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I was sitting there. I was trying to pass his guard the other day. I was like, I stopped for a second. I'm just like, what the fuck do I do with that leg? That top leg just... And if I let go of the bottom leg to try and control that top leg, he's just gonna sit up on me. And it's like, what the fuck do I do? So, anyways, yeah, it's uh, but yeah, people I think slip those legs in because you do everything else right, and all of a sudden it's like, and the tough thing with him is he's fucking strong, and so it's he can make space, and he's so mm-hmm. flexible that he doesn't need I much space that. at all, and it's almost. Like damn near impossible if he really wants to make space for him to make space, and yeah, that's like the conundrum for me. So, anyways, it's a good thought puzzle, man. I love, yeah, we got a lot of good training partners, you know. And you know, right get, now, there's a lot, you know, a lot of good people moved here and stuff. That really well, that's the cool there. thing is like everyone didn't, yeah, like you come, everybody comes up in the same system, mm-hmm. and you get like. You know, we've got like you and and you and uh, you know, fucking, we've got so many people. Adam, uh, Randy, yeah. like so many people, especially higher. Are you already talking came. about our heavyweight, Adam? Yes, right. yes, yeah, yeah our, our light heavyweight there. Uh, no heavyweight. Yeah, he's, he's going to heavyweight. I think he's going to heavyweight. Last time I was he's past two o five. I think he might be heavyweight. Okay, now. he's pretty right. heavy. He's yeah. Pretty heavy. Well, Let's not throw that out there. Anyways, but everybody comes from a different, <laughs> different background, different uh, yeah. place, and you take all that shit. And you dump it in our gym, and then you start bringing in these world class guys like Pimenta and Canuto and Rolly and all that stuff. And dude, it's like we got a fucking crazy little lab yeah, going. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't think it, man, for a little town in Western Colorado. Denilson like, will be back in January. I think it is. Yeah, he's bringing the kids back too. Is he? For Arthur and kids. Arthur and Camille both. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, for paying kids, and then um. Who else? I don't remember. Someone else I was talking to. A couple of people about bringing up. So, nice. Be good next year. Yeah. Got a few. Just so. keep spanning the, spanning the arsenal, man. That's right. Oh, yeah. All right, man. I say we called a wrap. That's almost two hours deep. Okay. Got any parting words of wisdom for us, coach? Never quit. Never quit. Hey, Never quit. Familiar. Yeah. yeah. Never quit jujitsu. It can open up, open up awesome doors, you know, and you guys are doing a good thing with this, so keep it up. Thanks, well, man. Because I see some stuff on Facebook. People post like podcast recommendations, and someone will say "Grumpy Guy," BJJ. Nice. Who the fuck is this guy? Why is he listening to them? <laughs> 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 yeah. We're spreading. Because that's what I man. put on one of them. I put I second it, and some guy said, "Oh, you're the Kevin that they bitch about." That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah, we bitch about you. <laughs> that's right. Many of our episodes have started like, yeah, I got my ass whooped by Kevin today. Yeah, especially on... Dude, I, oh, get my, I get my ass kicked by y'all every fucking class. I think that's what, like, people don't realize that even if, even if, like, uh, I'm winning, you guys say I'm smashing out, you're like, I'm having to work. It's not like when we first started and it's like, oh, this is fucking easy. This is yeah. horrible. You know what I mean? Even with you, it's, I could tell, like, the, the gap in it just because there really wasn't good jujitsu here the the gap in it was like crazy so no there wasn't good jujitsu here that's why I was fucking driving to Denver a couple times a month to train with people because yeah. there wasn't good jujitsu here yeah. I did that for years when I was living here 
then I was driving there, training, trying to learn and come back here and yeah. trying to, you know, teach. And yeah, there wasn't. It was yeah. a weird little void. Yeah, man. I know. It's weird how but it we all. fixed it. You fixed it. It's what interesting mean? how it all came together. Like, I know. I got fucking involved with jujitsu. Like, it, it's funny, man. I look at my, I got started in November and then February, I got my first journal up there and I noticed like all of a sudden fucking Kevin's name starts popping in my February, journal yeah probably February yeah I'm not sure February so yeah November, December, January so it's probably like three three four months I think I made it through because their curriculum was a four month mm-hmm. 16 week curriculum so you I had think, like one or two stripes I think. yeah I think I made it through the I curriculum you had once like a big long ass belt too didn't you I did yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it, it was long, long. <laughs> I didn't know it's any funny better remember that yeah <laughs> I don't know why I don't know either. It's funny. You're like all the better to fuck you up with. Yeah. Look at that long old tail. And Crenzer. Like I, I don't honestly don't remember much about the crazy Baja stuff like training over there at all. No. I think I just kinda of... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember wrestling with Crenzer and Cameron quite a bit and Tim. Yeah. And then you know, some people like Nick Henney and all that, but yeah. Oh yeah, that's right, Nick. Forgot about that. He started there. He started there. That's right. He was the guy that taught me not all white belts are created equal. Yeah, no. no, man. Cause I remember, from a college no, no, dude. Yeah, because they didn't have any of those in the class. And then he shows up, and I've been training for a couple months, and I'm like, oh, I, I've been through half the curriculum. And this fucking kid is like, it's like, oh, where'd you learn to do that shit? Oh, that's cute. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you look at all those people that were there when I moved here, they'd all be purple belts right now. Yeah. I mean, I think they all are, except for no one. No. Yeah, Henny's got his purple belt. And, Corey. Uh, Corey got his. And... Probably just like Ray. Yeah. I think the, yeah. But he's, yeah, he's. Where does he live? He, he must lives up in like Meeker's, Craig or some fucking thing. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's a, that's a drive. Still, man, train. yeah. He's fucking, when he shows up, man, I'm always impressed. Dedication to the cause. But, <laughs> I, do, but I do think everyone would start GB that's, I mean, that was. Yeah. Or higher. Yeah. They stuck around. Lost a few of the homies. Well, Josh, he was there. Yeah, I don't know. Josh. Francis. Francis. I he didn't start over there, did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. CrossFit. Josh started it. Yeah. He was there when I, when I moved Yeah. There. Was he? Yeah. For some reason, I thought he didn't start until he started with us. You know, I can't remember C. That's the fucking funny thing. I, I, I look at pictures of GB and I'm like, I see him. Uh. Right? And I'm like, I can't remember that motherfucker to save my life being at Gracie Baja. I just remember him showing up at, at Grand Valley. Yeah, and that's funny. That is funny. I guess I don't remember him being there either. Yeah. It was, uh, well, I think he was training. I remember training with him at A Street. Yeah, yeah I think he was training at, um, God damn, what's their names? What was the other guys here? The other guys. Chris. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think that's where C stopped, started almost. Oh, time. yeah, I think, I th- yeah, that's right. I think I remember that. I think he was training there. But anyways. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, man. There's been a few few people that followed us over, but <clears throat> it was us. I got that picture of our first night when we got our mats. And it was the three of us and Cameron. You taking a selfie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah. So I remember it was our first fucking official night. We just got the mats laid down. It's the four of us. I don't even think they were taped yet. Probably not. Probably not, Probably man. Probably not. stream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. That was it. So, it's cool looking back, though, because it started just the four. Just us, you know, us three in camera, four people. It's grown to quite a good, quite a good gra- group. 
We got quite a few. We got a lot of good training partners, man. It's a good thing. Yeah, and Cameron's doing awesome with the bang stuff too. Yep. So that's that's been good. He's doing real good with that. He needs to be training jujitsu more though. Yeah, Cameron. I know he listens. Stop being a bitch. Stop being a fucking bitch. <laughs> Brown belt bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's another main reason we do this podcast is talk shit to people. They can't talk shit back. That's right. It's fucking amazing. That's right. It's so much fun. It fucked up Adam's whole world when he realized that we could do that. Yeah. yeah. We can say whatever we want about that fat Cameron, motherfucker. Cameron's so sensitive, though. He's a sensitive fuck. He might, he might, he might get offended. <laughs> this is, yeah, that's going to offend him right there. We love you, Cam. Well, Stop being a bitch. Yeah. Keep yeah. doing some, do some more jiu-jitsu. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. That's right. <laughs> that's right. All right, okay. man. So well, on that note. Words of wisdom. Well, never quit. Never quit. I like that jiu-jitsu's funny. Yeah, man. Never. It is. I know, dude. Pimenta, he is so laconic with his fucking words. <laughs> Is better for me, my friend. No good for you. It's no good friend. for you. You have, you have a problem. You have a problem. <laughs> dude, his one-liners <laughs> are the best. Well, dude, one of my favorites, though, dude, dude, this is no good for you, my friend. He said that to me so many times when we were wrestling. But also, the last time I was here, when I looked at him, I was like, me siento fuerte, which is, I feel strong. I feel strong today. He whooped my ass. And he looked at me. No fudge. <laughs> 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 he just walked away. Like, no grin, no nothing. He was just like, no, no fudge. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker. That dude's <laughs> a character, if man. If I could whoop his ass, I would. God damn it. All right, well. All right. There we go. Cool. Well, cool. That's cool. it. So, yeah, it was fun. Cool. I'll we'll do it again. All right, see you fuckers later. Yeah, Thanks. see ya. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ Podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now. So get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week. He died.